0: This is the Dosa Cero Podcast, a weekly show devoted to football in Mexico, the U.S. and beyond. If you are a pocholo,
1: Huma, regio, chiva, cholo, Presa, digre, tapatio, chilango, or even
0: the Methodist, Oh, what's going on? Oh, that was a rough open, rough open, I'm sorry about that, this is what I was trying to do, everybody. My apologies, we're going to. Well, as we said, this is the Dos Acero Football Podcast, our regular Wednesday edition. Thank you for joining us. Uh, my name is John Jagu. Uh, last night we had a preview of the Mexico-Korea game in uh, Brasilia at the Garrincha Stadium, which is actually kind of cool that they have a stadium named after Garrincha, who, for those of you that don't know, was uh, probably kind of a Pele, Maradona, and Messi combined uh, back in the 50s and 60s, an absolutely terrific player. If you get a chance to watch his highlights, I highly recommend it, but I do digress. Uh, We are going to talk about today what happened between Mexico and Korea. Not uh, at all good news for folks that follow Mexico. They lost 1-0 and were eliminated from the Olympics after the group stage. They've crashed out. A As the coach put it, si lo quieren llamar un fracaso, yo fracasé. He couldn't have said it any better. We will discuss at length uh, with some of our folks. We do have a once again a distinguished panel of assets that we have available to us tonight. We have with us in South Central Los Angeles, a gentleman who decidedly last night voted with his with his heart and not his head said Mexico would win, and I'm sure that uh, in the back of his mind he was saying there ain't, ain't gonna happen. And of course we're talking about Joel Aceres. Joel, before you say anything, I feel like I should uh, at least give you a little bit of uh, of some uh, oof oof whoa big failure. Joel, how are you?
2: Pretty good, John. Uh despite the the defeat.
0: It was uh yeah, it was uh you know, it was you know, well I guess we'll talk about it a little bit later. Glad to hear that you that you have your health though, Joel. It's uh that's the most important thing. And and now is is, is the weather as yeah. nice there at South Central as it is down in Escondido? Is it right around eighty degrees? Nice nice breeze.
3: It's a nice breeze. Um I'm outside barbecuing. Yeah, it's Yum. It's um. barbecue. Now, did, it's it's great. Feel, it's uh, great.
0: Did you feel, uh, Daniel Preciado has joined us from Escondido. Did you feel like a a sudden gust of breeze from, from the south, Daniel, like maybe about 20 minutes ago? Did you notice anything? And like, Wow, that was kind of weird. What was that? Because I think what it was was Brazil, the entire country collectively breathing a sigh of relief when their team finally scored against Denmark. And looks Is like that they're what that was? And, yeah. It looks like they're going to go ahead and make it through... Uh, into the uh, the knockouts, so I think everybody in Brazil can can rest easy. They're up three nil on Denmark. As we speak, Daniel, you also I believe uh, yesterday in our preview show said that uh, that you that you hoped and expected Mexico to prevail. It did not happen. Who are you going to wag your finger at, Daniel, for 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 the loss? Who who deserves the wagging of your finger? Well, I
3: guess first it's going to be obviously, I mean, it's 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 his team. But I mean, if we're gonna pick a player, I think he, <clears> you have to start with Chucky. Um I think that he, him, and Talavera actually. And and actually, you know what? I'll I'll go ahead and a step further. And say I, I'll I'll go on the limb and say if there's one player to blame more than anybody else, it would be Talavera.
0: Okay, uh, so yeah. Talavera is who you have uh, you have decided to. Uh, He's gonna be my goat. Put the contract out on. <clears throat> yep. Do, do you think that he should even be worthy of flying back on the plane, or should they just, you know, tell him, "Hey, we're going to one of those fancy spas," and then he gets in the cab and they just ditch him and they never see him again?
3: I'm hoping that this is just the end of. A, a, we'll see him with the national team. I hope this uh, costs him uh, future columns. I hope.
0: And do, do you know who who that would pave the way for the, the 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 gentleman who's on the short list for FIFA Player of the Year. None other than than Picoli, Pico Dios. None other than Picodios. Give 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 him a give him a spot on the team. Deserves it. I see that everyone is giving me a full throated endorsement of my of my Honestly uh, my request. Would it, would,
3: Can we can we say that he would have played that any worse? Can't say that.
0: You know, I know that I think about it, I mean you, you know see to me the Olympics was if they're going to use overage players then to me it's like you know uh, that's why i always thought that i, I thought the negri would be a good option for for the striker because look donaldo you you've had a great career if we're going to send a 30 something let let's send a 30 something that you know ha, has a chance to chase a little glory you know maybe, maybe he'll be a little hungry. maybe it'll mean more to him aldo yeah granted he may not be playing as much but i mean i always thought that it would have been you know just like a like a like a just reward for you know for a guy who you know, just as he was getting hot at the right times, would get injured and just you know didn't get a chance to to really fulfill his at least his national team potential, even though he did score some important goals. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. And of course, over in Hayes County, which is just south of Austin in the in the bustling metropolis of Kyle, Texas, that's exit uh, 215 on I-35 for those of you that don't know. Of course, we're talking about Albert El Chiquis Campa, who has just finished his. uh Taekwondo lessons. Albert, what, what what belt are you in Taekwondo? Do we need to worry about you yet? Or Jiu-Jitsu. Are you
4: still Purple belt in the beginner stage? Purple belt in Jiu-Jitsu. I busted
0: up my ankle. Jiu-Jitsu? I ice. I got ice on it. Oh no. T- just, tonight you did?
4: Yeah. I just twisted it uh, the wrong way. Is it way. an old man
0: injury or was it like a like a proper athletic injury?
4: <laughs> as, as big dude, I was wrestling this big dude and he rolled over when my ankle was brown. Yeah. and, and I twisted it sort of.
3: Now, why did you, you pretend
0: that you have it? I'm sorry, I was gonna say, pre-
4: why is he fighting fat people?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was about to say, did you start feeling a little funny, and then you, oh, my ankle hurts, and like, like, or like, 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 you know, carrying the whole thing through because you're embarrassed that you felt a little funny when you were wrestling the fat guy?
4: My wife said I cried like a little girl, or I yelled like a little girl, like,
0: like ow, 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 ow,
4: almost, <laughs> almost. He was <laughs> <funny, it's> rolling his <laughs> weak ankles, man, on the on the on the pitch the other day. I think
0: now, Albert, lives, uh you were yeah, very, very yeah. like that. Yeah. Albert, you were very pragmatic today in the immediate aftermath of the of Mexico's one zero loss against against uh against South Koreans. Now that you've had some time to mull it over, uh, who would you like to, as they say in Mexico, hacer leña de árbol caído? Which which árbol caído do you want to go ahead and start chopping up and, and, and making firewood out of?
4: I'll go with like the mainstream media. The real serious uh, blame has to fall on uh, a random fan wearing a Cruz Azul shirt in the stadium and in front of the stadium. They're actually talking about this in, in uh, Jorge Ramos. Seriously, like meme-type journalist, journalism, talking about a Cruz Azul guy, cursed the national team, as if
0: it was real news. <laughs> okay. So you're so... I, I believe what you're saying is. Y la cruz azulio? Exactly. Yeah. I think that that's, uh, well, you know, they, at least they didn't blow the lead, but I guess, uh, in essence, it was like the whole, uh, the whole weekend was a big cruz I wonder if Juan Uribe is with us yet. It doesn't look like he is. I guess he's still, uh, he's still at practice. He can tell us all about how delicious the mango flavored daterade was down when he was at the, what do they call that place? The, uh, Academia de Mexico, or, 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 or what's what's the name? What's the pompous name they have for their for their academy? Joel, do you know?
2: No idea, sir. <laughs> but it's it, 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 it's, it,
0: it, it's it's a, it's a, it's it's like it's like a very very uh very conceited title. I know that it's a very they're very full of themselves down there, which is fine. You know, they they have every right to be. They've they've done well with that. Um. Now here's my big issue with the game, and, uh, and this is where I, I, I was watching and I just didn't understand. I didn't understand what Mexico was trying to do. They would have a breakaway, and then they would stop. And then they would slow down and let Korea get, get reaccommodated, and then they would you know, try the low percentage centers into the box, which uh, didn't work. And then my other, my other big issue was why on earth, if, if you have two bad forwards, why would you play them at the same time? you know i'm looking at brazil right now brazil has a bunch of really good forwards and so so midfielders they know that they're going to dominate possession so they can, they literally came out in a 424 formation and they're winning 3-0 you know they're 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 doing what, what what they're what they feel most comfortable doing which is attacking and and creating why doesn't mexico and i'm not just saying a Potra, but it seems like it just you know there are very few coaches in mexico that understand that you know, why not put the players in, in in the position where they're most comfortable where they can do the most damage? And it seems like they always wanna force square pegs and into round holes and, and it seemed like we saw that with with uh with Baltimore. It seemed like he was a coach that you know, that might work with, you know, 16-, 17-, 18 year olds, but when you're when you're dealing with professionals, you know, maybe it's time to uh mix it up a little bit. I was I was a little disappointed with uh with 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 Botero and how he he managed uh, not only the, this game but the kind of the tournament kind of the whole post qualifying preparation it doesn't seem like uh, he I'm not saying it was over his head but I think that he uh, made some mistakes that uh, were 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 quite avoidable and now we're seeing the uh, the fruits of his labor and it's uh, it's very unfortunate because I think that the team did have some talent in some in some places but it didn't seem like it. Uh, they were able to really mesh and gel together because again he was bringing in guys that he hadn't been using in the whole process for whatever reason so you know he just brought these guys in for the uh for the Olympic tournament just a very bizarre and kind of baffling uh set of decisions that he made uh since they qualified back which what was like 2 years ago or was it, or was it, or I guess it was last year so they would had they had time to to mull it over joel you th- you say that the, the team just lacked confidence would you care to expand?
2: Yes, just watching from the first game against Germany, it just it felt that. It I I think at the youth level Mexico shouldn't, they shouldn't fear anyone. They they've already beaten all the, all the top teams, so I I do feel a uh, perdónaron, um, you know they they became overly cautious, but but I think that. You know, for, for youth level, Mexican teams should be more, just overall more confident when, you know, in their approach to, to the other games. And, and you even saw with Korea, they, they were, they just pretty, pretty much sat back. They they knew if they played Mexico, you know, toe-to-toe that even Diaz Mexico, would be favorites. So I think that says a lot, but... Like, the overall mentality of our players is, is just not there yet.
0: One thing I noticed about the, the way that the Koreans played today, and uh, maybe you'll notice this too, is that they, they they were just hell-bent on making sure they didn't make any stupid mistakes. You know, the, you know they knew they were going to lose possession, they knew they weren't going to... But but they didn't want to make that careless pass or or that, you know, the the, the loose
2: yeah. That That's the a sign of, of, you know, respect. They, they respect in Mexico, they they you know how dangerous Mexico
0: can be? They're good on the, it's true, and uh on the
4: defensive end. Go ahead, Albert. They're really good at uh anytime the Mexico players got the ball in the middle like Google or uh or that other dude in the middle, they were quick to deflect or quick to defend or quick to not close any openings for a shot. All their shots were not I think one tripled into the goalie, but they were all deflected and not on goal. But they didn't get on. Right, they Mexico
0: only had I think two shots on goal the entire game. It's it's hard to win when you only have two shots on goal. Of course, Korea only had one shot on goal and it went in. So, there's that. Um, now you're right and the uh, the other uh, tactic that I noticed that the Koreans seem to do really well with is at any time that the like you guys said that uh, you know the the two what was those Marco Bueno or or or, or Kubo Whenever they would have the ball, they would get swarmed, and whenever the wingers had the ball, they get you know double team or triple team. Now, when I see a double team or a triple team, I get a little excited mm-hmm. because I would think that the that the players would would recognize that and put themselves in position where the other team is not. But unfortunately, for for, for some reason, uh, this team was very static. They were expecting, uh, you know, I know that Chuki going to get a lot of uh, blowback for not living up to the expectation that was set for him. And then, frankly, uh, the expectation that's set for him is because of the fact that he's played really well, at least at the club level. And as for the past couple of years, he's been uh, one of Mexico's most dynamic players in Liga MX. there's no question. But you know, when a guy like Chucky is, is triple-teamed and is playing, his teammates aren't moving for him, there's not much that he can do. I mean, he was sitting there, I don't know how many times, where he's either trying to find a shot or trying to find a pass, and his entire team is watching him do it. You know, they're the you know, you know what what is he gonna do for us? And instead of, you know, you know, trying to move off the ball or you know, trying to create a you know, you know that just a tiny bit of space to let him pass the ball. So, you know, Chucky does deserve a, a fair share of the blame uh, for uh, overall for, for Mexico's uh, performance over the, the the past three games.
2: He does get one yeah. pass though, John. Chu Chucky does get one uh there's one thing we can't overlook and is that, that he he hasn't had a break. He went from, from playing the Liga MX Final to, to the Mexico National Team Camp for uh, Centenario and then to the Olympic Team. So, and, you know, with the season starting early enough, he, he didn't well, really Well, you know, I really would hard. agree with
0: you. I would agree with you, Joel, but, uh, you know, Chucky is not 53 like you are. He's 20 years old. I think he, he probably <laughs> would be able to handle it. But, but and, and, you know, and like
3: you said, John, he also is coming off. He's literally been lighting the, the league up, like just before he got there. So I don't think we can.
2: But it legitimately, point at exhaustion. You. It does catch up, and and.
0: Oh, there's no it, question. i mean I'm see. just. I mean, there's. Yeah, he, he hasn't had a break. You're right. He's been going strong. You know, and all the Fitcha FIFAs, he's been on those too. So he's traveling to. You know wherever it is that they go uh, there there's no the question that he he that he needs he needs some time off, and you know he's not gonna get it now because but you know I'm seeing people saying, well, you know Chucky shouldn't be called up ever again, and it's like you know that's you know, th- 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 this is the time when you lean on a guy like that you know to show him that you have confidence in him you're not gonna you know why 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 do we have another generation of of Gemalis like we did in two thousand eight i mean that that's the worst thing that you can do so um I you know he'll 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 get there he you know, Chucky has a lot of talent. There's no denying that he's just really immature and he needs to go somewhere where he can mature very quickly. And you know, if if, if that means that he needs to leave D guy Mekis and go play uh, in a league where he has to be, you know, a little bit more self reliant and a little bit more responsible, then maybe that could be the best thing for him. You know, we saw that with that uh, Tecatito Corona, who was uh, extremely immature, even when he was playing in Holland and then the kind of the light bulb went off for him and he's, he's had a somewhat of a decent career ever since. Maybe we could see the same thing for... Uh, maybe Chucky has that kind of uh, of trajectory in his in his destiny. Now, uh, I wasn't necessarily too upset with Chucky not starting today, and, but I thought that he would be a, a better option off the bench. Not quite sure why they just didn't bring him out halftime, and my other qualm was, why on earth would you take out Bonchito, who was having a terrific game? You know, one of the few players... That when you're playing a team that's in a defensive posture like that, you know, that has the, the technical ability to get around it or, or to see it. I mean, he was, was, was doing well enough to where I thought that if he would have stayed on his side, I mean, I was thinking, man, they're going to get one here. And then they take him off. It's like, I just, I just, I, I, I found that, I found that decision of all the decisions today that that to me was the absolute most baffling decision. I would have taken, I mean, it just, of all the players to take off, why take off the guy who's having the best, who's having the best game? It made no sense to me. I Am I the only
4: one that feels that way? I agree with that. His his subs are a little bit weird and sort of towards the end to bring in Fierro and just bring in all his guns.
0: Well, see, and that's another thing. You know, Fierro and Bueno have played with each other on the national team since they were 15, right? They obviously have a really good rapport. So, if you're going to start two forward, I mean, you know, Kubo hasn't played in. In, in a year, because he's been on the bench at Dynamo since April, so he hasn't played. And then, of course, he you know they didn't play it in December, so he's, he had like nine months off. Why on earth would you go with that guy when you have a guy like Fierro, who's actually played really well at Quereta, that was one of the reasons why they've done so well. And on top of that, he has chemistry with, you know, we always talked about, you know, players with chemistry. Why didn't, you know, I know that he, you know, I don't necessarily think that he would have been jet-lagged. I mean, they, they played him. And to me, it was it was it was telling that that in, in the the ten or fifteen minutes that Fierro was on the field, he did more than Cuba did in three games.
2: I, you know, I think if, yeah. One criticism for for Potro Gutierrez will be his player selection. Uh, even though he did have a difficult time selecting a lot of the players he wanted, either because they all got called up to the Copa America, or Chivas just decided you can't have them anymore. But I, I think overall, this is something they should have been working at, you know, for months. And I think they, they just did a bad job of, of selecting the squad.
0: Now, Joel, you think that this uh, this poor performance could be uh, tied directly to who uh, Botoro's boss is in the sense that he may not necessarily have I, the vision I, I, that...
2: I, you know, yeah, and I wanted to bring this up. Uh, I almost forgot... But yeah, there was already rumors that if Mexico did bad at the Olympics, that uh, Baños and Cantú could be on their way out. They were going to take a lot of the blame for for this whole mess. So uh, it'll be interesting the next few days, the next few weeks, if if something of that happens. And obviously, if those guys leave, pretty much Osorio, is, you could count his days already if... if the guys that
0: hired him brought him in. Uh, our so, Joel, I believe that what you are, what you might be insinuating then, uh, for you folks that are listening on the Dos Acero football podcast live on YouTube, and, of course, you can download our podcast on iTunes, I believe it sounds like that you think that there could be a, a, a complete uh, org chart redo by the end of the year. With uh, the three main spots in the na- actually the four main spots in the you know because in, in, in the national team could be reshuffled or just replaced altogether.
2: Yeah, yeah, that that could happen. But I mean, I, th- I think it's going to be, I mean, what's going to be key? What happens so, uh, after you know? Yeah. On a scale of one to ten.
0: On a scale of one to ten, Joel, where where do you put Tuka? Watch.
2: Tuca Watch, hey, you know what? You know what? Piojo's doing good. <laughs> he, he continues that with Cholos. He might just swoop, swoop back in and, and get the team again. Yeah, had an easy because, uh, game. Get that it. was, that was another of uh, this And this actually was reported months ago, way months ago, by uh, by Hernan Pereira, Jorge Ramos. And this was when uh, Cruz Azul had offered the job to, to Piojo. And, uh, so ¿Y la Cruz software, Azulio, Yeah, so this guy claims that his sources said that that they went to to Piojo and told him, you know what, you're like a Plan B, so just don't go to Cruz Azul. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why they would. Well, he's, he's, he's,
0: at I believe is what it boils down to.
2: And they were like, yeah. "So yeah, go take this other offer or whatever and and uh are we're, we're bringing you back in and he did he he called it, so who knows if it does happen, but he was already reporting something, so there might be some truth to that, but yeah, I hmm. but those two yeah. are gonna be the main candidates uh, uh but you know you know how we are mexico fans we we like the flavor of the month and if Toros continues to do good. People are just going to remember the good times with with Piojo again.
0: <laughs> Before he sent his uh his political tweets. You know, ever since those tweets happened, uh, things have not been going well for the Mexican national team. Karma. Yeah, with well, that and of course the uh the puto chants that are that are getting more and more scrutiny, which uh for better or for worse. Karma again, and in my opinion, for worse because you know, if if, if people decide that it's not something that they want to hear and they get sanctioned, why would you continue to do it?
4: I'm actually believing in this karma stuff. I'm not saying it, but then uh, whenever Hope Solo started tweeting, programming stuff about Zika, she, she, she let one go through between her legs. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's there's uh no question that there's that there's something to that and uh, and I find I it wouldn't surprise me at all actually if uh, if Brazil uh, if the women win a gold medal and the men don't in soccer at the Olympics so you heard it here first <laughs> you heard it here first the men don't Dempsey will be upset i publicly not
4: yeah, I got a, I got a comment. We'll have to. real quick. The uh we have a comment? Yeah, on Chuki the t- two two things on Chuki. The uh the goal, even though he was chasing down the uh the guy who who scored wasn't really his fault. I mean, he was he was hustling back. Um the guy just had a step ahead of him, but if you look on the replay, there is a defender that was sort of screened off by a Korean player who should have That was a great
0: play by the by the forward. It was it was should've terrific.
4: Should have. If that Mexican defender would have gotten past that screen or whatever he was doing, he should have helped uh, Chuki out. So it wasn't fully. His oh, he would, have, he would have
0: cut him down. There's no. He had. He had the angle. There's no question.
4: Yeah, and then. Uh, yeah. I mean,
0: it was just a great play. I mean, go ahead.
4: Yeah, and then secondly, uh, I, I really sort of don't like this whole. And I thought I thought Mexico was getting past it and getting rid of it with with Rafa leaving and Osvaldo Sanchez leaving and and all this sort of element leaving that uh, Chucky brought it all back whenever he went and got mad. The game was already done. He got mad because the Korean guy... You got mean
2: being uh, nardido?
4: Yeah, nardido. And, and he went over and like bumped in. Even about to fight the Korean coach. Tried to take the ball away from the Korean and, and he was just mad. You could you could tell and then get red carded. And that was just like a messed up play, man. That, that's really... Out of all his play and all being on the bench and everything... He
2: did, he was, did look mentally weak right there, Chucky. And uh, you have uh, you know teams from Europe, especially top teams, I they take, they take those small things into consideration, how, how you react, how, yeah, how you be play when you're thing. doing be
0: that. A,
2: yeah. And, and they, they see that, and, and, you know, the, the mentality aspect, that, that was one of the rumors a while back, when, uh, when Barcelona had, not wanted uh, Neymar, uh, when, uh, I think Manchester United was bidding for him, and, and, uh, he was he was hoping out for Barca and and that was one of the things that they said that uh, he was partying too much and that like his mentality wasn't all there yet and he he decided to you know I don't know if it's buckle up or buckle down but se puso las <laughs> pilas and and uh, you know he turned down some offers from top teams and and he proved he proved himself and and they they took a gamble because it was a really big gamble because. You know the the numbers that they paid for him, undisclosed.
0: And and to be honest with you, frankly, I'm still I'm, I don't necessarily think they've gotten their money's worth, in my personal opinion. <laughs> but that's it.
2: Yeah, but but you topic know,
0: a for uh, for another show.
2: But but for you know, you had uh, Pachuca vice president uh, Andres Pasi, and and you know he was he was promoting Choki, saying how. He was he's he's he was going to be Mexico's biggest transfer fee ever, which uh, right now is Jimenez. But so uh, yeah, he was expecting it to be upwards of thirty million. So and, and, I, think, and I
0: think that a lot of us were expecting Chucky to have a, a big a big summer to where that he would command that kind of fee, and obviously but, that uh,
2: but to me that's I, not I, gonna I th- happen. I think he missed out at the centenario. I think that was where he had to make the splash, and then just that he couldn't. You know, is like
0: yeah, it didn't that? happen for him there, and uh, another another you know series of baffling decisions as far as uh, formations and tactics, and uh, we've we've talked about that ad nauseum. Now, you know, there are some positives that that we saw out of this tournament, and uh, namely the fact uh, that uh, Salcedo and uh, Salcedo rather, and uh, and the the Monterey kid, Luis Montes. Yes. They were terrific. I mean, yeah, I mean, terrific. Solid. I mean, to the point where, where I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind at all if, if they became the partnership on the national, like on the senior national team, at all. I mean, I mean, there. And, and Cesar Montes needs to. Luis Montes, good lord. Cesar Montes needs to. If if somebody makes an offer, he needs to go, and he needs to go now. He needs to. You know, I, I would love it if if he, if he learned to play as a central, like you know, if an Italian team made an off, you know, you know somebody. that... <laughs> he just that, beat that, that, me that, too I'm it. serious. That, <laughs> I was gonna say Italy. Yeah. Yeah, oh. it'd be fantastic. It'd be, I
4: would love it if he bumped Hector Moreno off his spot.
0: Or just at least at least gave him competition. I mean, Hector Moreno's just gotten you know just way too comfortable because there's there's I mean, who's gonna pressure him, Massa? <laughs> you know. I, Exactly. I mean they're just I mean there's no depth at that position and uh you know I mean the, to the point where they had to have Yasser Corona come and play. Yeah,
5: and that, Yasser that Corona will play, play Copa America
0: without playing the entire tournament. Speaks of to the lack of depth. But anyway, I do think that if the if Mont I mean and I even said this um uh, to Martin, I said that it wouldn't surprise me at all if Montes is the one that ends up making the jump to Europe after this tournament instead of Chucky because I, I, I he just is, is just a quality quality he's easily you know as far as potential and, and prospects the best one we've had at that position is Rafa and it's not even close.
2: Yeah, he was definitely a bright spot for the team.
0: And uh and 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 uh, the, the Chiba guy uh, uh, Salcedo, I thought played really well too. I thought they both played uh, you know, you know, the the goals weren't necessarily their fault, so they uh
4: Cisneros hopefully had a, that, that's go ahead. Cisneros had a good shot. I mean his overall play wasn't that too wasn't too good, but he had a really good left footed shot
0: in the second half. Oof yeah, he did. It was uh, unfortunate that it didn't go in. Now see he would have been the guy that I would have pulled only because I I just didn't see anything from Cisneros as far as being able to break the defense down the way that Ponchito could, the way that you know even Losano could, and and Carlos Fierro for that matter, you know for all of the you know the 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 BS that uh, that Carlos Fierro takes for whatever reason, I guess because he's a pretty boy, you know he's actually developed into a, a, a very serviceable player, and uh, you know he's a, he's the kind of kid that well, has.
2: Well, you know what happened, John? Like in the in under seventeen, he was one of the. He was one of the more highly regarded, and and they messed up at at uh, Chivas Vergara because they were, you know, just just hype over hyping him, and uh, he was part of a crop of players that they threw in, you know, he he wasn't getting any transfers, and he he threw in a bunch of young players that weren't ready, and and right, they ended right. up looking bad. Not, not only did he just throw him in there, you know, he did all this. Changes with coaches so some of these players went went through like four or five different coaches having to play, you know, different all the, slightly different all the time. That's the, the other guy is is I forget his name, Chatón Enriquez was part of that part of that group.
0: Poor Chaton and uh,
2: Cristian Álvarez
0: too. You know those three guys honestly I I thought we're gonna he stall just you know Taton specifically I thought he was gonna be a you know the next head out like the next ten year guy on the national team I just I I, just, I, I didn't see how anybody could could displace him and and all that be like to be the captain of the national just you know just a solid solid player yeah and the injuries the injuries just he just couldn't shake him
2: and and lack of consistency I, I always like I always like uh, bringing up the Tamaso story just because. I think it it pinpoints how even 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 though a lot of us a lot of Mexico fans consider him a tronco, and uh, his career is is really good. If you look at his career, what he's achieved, uh, what he's managed to do, it's it's really good. And and even in the past World Cup, you know, he, his passing his passing ratio was was amongst the top of the players in in the games he played. Uh, so. So, you know, at his best, he was a good player. But this is a player that when he started, they they didn't want him in the first team. <laughs> they kept sending him back to the reserves. And uh, when Hans came in, he's like, you're going to be – he just made him the starter from day one. And he ended up <laughs> – Is that true, but you know, but but see, look, this happened under under Hans, under Hans' watch, where he was like, "I'm just gonna, you know, give him this trust, and oh. I'm gonna play him." Had Masa been around, you know, a different generation, he would have come up through recently. I, I don't think he would have achieved half of what he did. He would have been at Coras or somewhere.
0: Right. Or Merida. No, Masa certainly had a. Uh... You know, I think it was maybe because of his look or whatever it was, but people always just seem to have a problem with him. But, you know, he was a guy that went to uh, Europe, did well, went, went to play two teams in Europe, came back to play for uh, America. <laughs> people weren't too happy about. But, yeah, you're right. He had, a, he had a good World Cup in 2010, and he had a really good World Cup in 2014. He had one bad pass, and it was in the Holland game, and it was the play where where Akron went in and ended up breaking his leg. I'm not blaming Massa for that. <laughs> but uh but it was his errant his loose pass that uh, that 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 set the uh the wheels in motion for for the culmination of that being Hector Moreno breaking his leg. Now we also have to mention and I think that we, that we we're not really being we you know have to you know be a little fair here as far as Mexico in the sense that they they had you know their two you know certainly their most important offensive player which was Oribe unavailable and then uh, Rodolfo Pizarro who is another player who was certainly uh, of the playmaking abilities that were unavailable to uh, to Potro, and and, when, and when surely would have started this game had they not have gotten injured. Now, Oribe uh, broke his nose, a bone in his nose, and uh, Pizarro had a... Uh, the the He broke the... I guess it was his shin bone, is that what he broke? Not the... Uh, not the... Wow, well, I don't, I don't is it obvious that I don't know my bones? The perone, I know that's what that's what it is in Spanish. I guess it's the other lower leg, not the big thick lower leg bone, but the other one. Dude tried to walk on it. That's crazy. I get a hangnail and I have to call in sick. Different
1: definitions of man, of course.
0: The clock. Fernando, are you okay? Did you, uh, did you nurse your sorrows by drinking about 18 beers after the game? Or, or were you very stoic and pragmatic and relaxed? You've seen this before. Pissing. We've all seen this before many, many, many times.
1: No, we have not. Four years ago, we saw something different.
0: Okay, so you are gonna pick the the one time that Mexico hasn't crashed out of a tournament. That's great.
1: No, we won other tournaments. But we're not gonna get into that. Um here's the deal, man. This this Is it? you can consider this a fracaso, but in reality it's not. Yeah. Mex-
0: f- you, f- you, f- 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 you. You're cool. Like, f- what do you mean, up. you people? It's not it's a fracaso. Not a- it's go not. Ahead, go ahead. It's so just a unfortunately,
1: fracass. you know, you need a few things, you know, to be able to win tournaments, and one of them is talent, and another one is good luck. Unfortunately, Mexico didn't have good luck this time. know? we were not lucky that that Germany tied South Korea in the last minute, which is the reason why we're we're out. You got to make well, that So, so,
2: so you're saying we have to that. depend on other teams' results, Per? Is that what you're no, saying?
1: I'm saying? I'm saying that. You know, other teams depend on our results too, and you know it's it, this. It takes luck. You know, sometimes Neither there is luck.
0: Germany, nor Korea, depended on anybody else but themselves <laughs> to get the results they needed. You got, you hey, got.
4: Them. What's up, guys?
0: You gotta make luck. Oh, Juwan.
2: Uh,
6: I'm just
0: in, guys. I'm Man, sorry, they sorry were you're coming from they were talking all sorts of smack. Joel was bringing up a uh, bueno. He said that Hans Westerhoff. What was the word you said? You said degenerate. Oh, snap. No, okay. no.
6: Hey, you know, check this out. Uh, you know, Jolie's been bragging about all the ch- uh, Chivas Canteranos on the Olympico. Uh, but now that they failed to make the knockout stages, he's been, he hasn't said squat about all the, ch- all the Chivas Canteranos. On their
2: we're getting, we're getting you know, there, Juan. Hey, he they made. Let, let me just say real quick, I agree with Bird.
6: Well, maybe <laughs> La <Morte. laughs> If Hello? La Volpe is in charge, you know maybe Chivas. I mean, I'm sorry. Maybe uh, Mexico would have been able to to make their own luck, like he says. You know, they they make their own luck. They would have had better luck with La Volpe.
0: With La Volpe.
6: Absolutely. You know, because yeah. I think. It, I so, think you're, so to, are you
0: gonna are you gonna blame it on? Uh, tell us about the, uh, the 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 coaching aspect of the game. It seemed like. And again, I'm not a coach. You know, I'm just I'm just an armchair guy. But it seemed like uh Potro in my in my personal opinion did not take advantage of the the best qualities of his best players. He kind of forced them into a style of play that they weren't necessarily uh, not to say they weren't comfortable playing, but they were obviously more comfortable playing a different style and they had a whole bunch of them that played the same style and then they didn't do it So
5: that's
1: the turn debate. that you know that you have to players have to adjust to the style of play if they don't adjust it they're not they're no good you know you need to get rid of those. And, and in the end, it was a Potro's fault for bringing players that did not adjust to his um system. But that Senator, really are you, are you hijacking the
0: conversation? Are you, yeah, you hijacking the I, conversations? right though, you you want you want you want good players.
6: Um, if you notice Germany, they had that kid uh Nabry uh, playing on the on the left wing, and he kept going against uh, Abella, and that's in that round that, that uh in that game, and uh like Mexico, you you really don't see that type of player. And I'm just talking about like genetically I mean just his, his physique his his style where he's a he's, he he has pace he has a good dribble you know uh, um and they have the body to be able to, to handle these tournaments if you look at Choki.
2: Hey, I got a collar you guys yeah
0: bring bring him we in we have we have a collar we have a collar collar identify yourself
4: please okay. Yes. I met him at uh, at, uh
0: Go ahead. Hello? Go ahead, caller. Oh, um yeah, my name's
5: my name is uh, Brian Pasqual and uh I met um i, I met I met uh Albert. I forget your name, I'm sorry. Albert. Albert, yeah, Alberto Tempo. Uh we met, we actually met in Miami during the Mexico um, game versus Senegal. Uh, it was quite an experience that day. Oh we got was a that, caller?
0: Uh, w- was that your first Molero? Was it my first one, I'm sorry? Was it your first moleto? Oh no, definitely not. No. Okay. Alright. So Albert, you have a, you have a question or comment? Or both? It's Brian. Brian, I'm sorry. Brian, do you have a Brian, question or comment?
5: I met Albert at at the game.
0: Do you have a question or comment, Brian?
5: Um, just, uh, just a comment. I just, um, I mean, up to this point about Mexico, you know, during the Olympics, um, during Copa America, you know, also failure. So, you know, I'm just seeing like, uh, what type of direction is Mexico going to?
0: Well, with, uh, the certain personnel decisions that they've made on the league level and the fact that they're an importers league, the fact that this is a U23 team that was made up of 80% of from two teams. Uh, things are, uh, unless if they develop just guys that are just unbelievably talented or the ones that are unbelievably talented end up hey, going hey, elsewhere. I think John, things are going to get rough for, for the next couple of years. Yes, John, you
3: don't, you don't think we're being a little knee-jerk a little in, our, in, in our reaction? Yeah, I mean…
0: Of course we are. Of course when, we when, are.
3: When we look at, if we look at, at at each game, there was opportunity there, like that. were just, like, kind of like how Pern says, you know, with a little bit of luck, could have made the difference. Now, obviously, uh, when you when you leave it to luck, then this kind of thing tends to happen. But I, I think it's a little bit overly harsh because they played a, a pretty decent game against Germany. There was chances that that weren't taken that ended up costing us. They weren't able to hold on to the lead, which is which is huge um the i'll also say that Potro i think failed in the sense that he didn't i don't he 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 did a poor job in instilling in the players the need to be serious going into the Fiji game um for them to to just allow like that's a, like another missed opportunity that whole whole first half was just wasted um hey. they're they having to recover from the panic mode having to come back from the lead and it was going to be asking a lot to to overcome the the difference that that South Korea did and it just seemed like even toward the end of the game the players didn't seem all that aware of the urgency they 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 had the game like locked in as far as the results go but the goal differential was was still i I'm surprised that it it wasn't at least mentioned at some point like hey guys we need to keep at it
0: well i'm sure they did i mean it- and they had some opportunities there at the end of the Fiji game, but like you're right though. To me, the, the that is actually to me the the, the biggest key of this whole tournament is, is the fact that they they wasted 45 minutes against Fiji. I mean, how long did it take Germany to put three three goals up against I mean, they took them what 15 minutes, and they weren't even trying. I mean, they were just methodically going about their business.
5: Every well, time Mexico it, would have the ball
0: in the first half of the Fiji game, they would they would dispossess Fiji, and then instead of just building possession they would just fire the ball, you know, they would just give it right back to them by sending a 50-50 ball 40 yards away. And, and why on earth would you if give you, Gee, that kind of respect?
3: If we look, if we look at, that, at that second half, I mean, they put up five goals. I mean, that, that's – I have to think that we, 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 they, could, they could have done a little bit better or added some – had that goal not gone in, I think it, it could have just totally been a different game. Uh, but like you said, it was it was wasted. What fifty five uh fifty five minutes uh of the game trying to come back, you
6: know?
0: Right. Yeah, you, it was. Uh... You
6: throw some credit in that game. Uh, now I'm not seeing it's a smart strategy, but there's some semblance of strategy. Uh, if he's playing a lot of fifty fifty balls to you know to make the Fijians uh be gas in the second half. Now I'm not seeing it's a it's the best strategy or the best approach. It's just maybe that was his approach to. Hey, we know these guys—they're not; they don't have professional training. Let's just burn them out, and then the second half we'll clobber them. Now, maybe, maybe that strategy came back to bite them in the ass because they could have—they uh, could have clobbered them and still, you know, clobbered them some more in the second half if they would have maybe been more methodical in their approach or
2: not methodical
6: because they had a method, but you know, a method where they kept possession and they they came to the goal with the ball under control, right? That's what well,
3: I I would agree. Uh I, I just think that there was a, a a big amount of panic going on in that first half where it they made Fiji look a whole lot better and efficient than they were than they than they should have looked. Uh
6: well you know you know there's that saying goes everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face.
2: <laughs> yeah.
6: Beto uh, Campa's a model. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, you know, you know, there a was. The face.
3: Or until he rose his ankle.
2: This, this Mexico team, did oh. like, they did lack a like lack of urgency. You know, you never felt like they, they were, you know, especially
3: they especially at the end of the game. I remember specifically seeing players smiling and laughing, or just taking stupid shots at toward the end of the like when there was about ten or fifteen minutes left of that game. There it was already the five one, and you see the chances that some of the, the players were taking were just. Just dumb, dumb, low-percentage shots really? that, that had little to no chance of ever making it. And it's like, why are you trying to be cute with the ball now or trying to be a hero? It, Stick to the plan. Like, you, you it, guys are your guys are bringing in goals already. Just keep at it.
2: And I'm going to add to that, like, the mentality, the like, you know, the mental aspect of it to try to take advantage of certain situations. So Fiji was a good a good situation to rack up a couple of goals. I think one it, of the German dudes got, like... He scored like five goals, I think.
6: You know, the German game to me is more crucial because uh, weren't they up three-one at one
0: point? No, they were only up two-one. They could have been up three-one, but Chuki, right? with his Pachuca training, decided that he needed to to settle the ball before he shot. No, <laughs> uh, you know what's going. On? And he let the goalie get know. get
6: position on him. Hey, I wouldn't blame the Pachuca training so much as there's uh, a. Uh, there's a negotiation going on. Well, he he
0: wouldn't have learned that, possible that at Pumas, I can tell you that. Uh,
6: well, you know, what did, did Lalo Herrera do? He was practically invisible. Lalo
0: Herrera, where was he? Lalo Herrera scored a goal this past weekend. I don't know what, what, what you're talking about. I'm talking about... With he a, scored a crucial goal.
6: But look, look, John. What I, what I was going to say is that to me, the German game is, uh, crucial, is a crucial... Uh, point that they choked because how many times is uh, how many let's say they'd never scouted Germany but as soon as you saw the game you saw that they were going to NABRI the whole freaking time how could you not shut that down you know what kind of uh of uh lack of tactics does a coach have where he cannot read that situation like all right I'm just gonna I'm uh, just my tactics you
0: mean why aren't they gonna double team him huh yeah why aren't they gonna double team him
6: they don't need to. Dude, you just, you just mark him, man-mark him, dude. What, what <coughs> the dude, they like, were
0: man-marking him. The dude was running right by him.
6: Well, you know what? You take a, you take a acha to his leg. Like, like Jolie he said, hey, ese wey lo que ocupas un He said it in the, uh, I don't know if it was in the Chivas chat or... I, I
2: did. I used the P-word, though. Oh, well. Wait, I don't, <laughs> which I don't, P-word? I don't get banned
6: by huh? Banned I said,
1: which P-word? I, uh, oh.
0: I can see hey, This This is a family show, gentlemen. He
6: can
0: <laughs> he, he did
2: need it though. He, he did need one because he was just—he had gotten overconfident. You, Every time we would get the ball, I and mean,
4: you look at how Mexico defends, like a Neymar or a Messi. That's how they—that's how they need to adjust to.
2: You this know, activity. and I, you know, I'm—I I must stick to to my guns in this whole mentality aspect thing. We. We just lack like it a lot of times with our players, where it's it's where but, we can be very complacent. And I'll tell you something, I remember uh, on. You're from, from one of uh. Oh, let me just make this point. Uh this was in uh Alberto Medina's one of his very first games with the senior national team. He was about 18 years old, and uh, they're playing uh, Brazil. I believe it was at the Jalisco, and uh, Medina was just. He was just running in circles, whoever was marking them. I forgot who it was. And Ronaldinho ran down to kick him. <laughs> kick him in the ankle. And That's <laughs> it. Not
5: under these conditions.
6: You know, I, I think Joey has a point, but I think the, the complaints is he sees starts with the fans. The, the You know, when, when you have fans or, in this case, uh, professionals saying, hey, the facilities... You know, just the mentality from the from the league to the fans is complacency. Like you you point out, hey, this team has built good uh uh facilities. You know the comp oh well our facilities are good enough. It, they need to have the right mentality, blah blah blah. You know I they think we're actually yeah. not
1: good enough because obviously they lost.
6: And well, I think that goes to John's point about only uh, two teams producing eighty percent of the players. You know that's just complacency. Why you know why aren't the others?
2: That's that eighty twenty rule. <laughs> um,
6: uh, I've been reading that book, uh, Das Reboot. I don't know if you guys read it, but you know, I was recommended to me by El Elcholz, which is uh, Jolie's. I think it's his his great 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 uncle uh, that uh that watched the uh, El Campeonismo when he was was a teenager. <laughs> but uh, in the in that book, they they mentioned uh, you know in, in the late 90s, Germany saw that their 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 teams weren't weren't growing. They were getting stuck in old tactics. Uh, you know the the players they were producing they were stale, so they went and they built they built a bunch of facilities all across the country, and then they had the, they required the clubs to to uh, build facilities and 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 staff these facilities. And Jolie has mentioned yeah. before how they they have a company rating these facilities and based. Yeah, and
2: and the club the club in order to to keep their their to stay in first division they had to meet some of those requirements, which was like for community they had to. Uh, you know, give back to the community and and put like schools. So so you could go you could go to the local school uh, to get like coaching licenses.
6: Yeah, and and I think it's the country per capita that has the most coach most licensed coaches. Uh, like I think uh, UEFA Pro or or is it yeah the UEFA Pro license, which means you're a professional coach. Uh, so you you know you look at this country and and Germany has won the World Cup. Boy, how many times? Three, four?
0: They've four four, won four times.
6: Four times. So, I mean, when you look at this country just to stay at where they're at, I'm not talking about reach the next level. They're already at the top, man. They're still looking at what they're doing, and, and they continually evaluate it. And, you know, but I guess that's the German mentality, right? So the Mexican mentality, hey, you know, I know what I'm doing. What I have is good enough. Let's do it. Oh my goodness, what a bunch of mental Well, babies. the
0: Mexican mentality is... What do you mean I have bad, uh, a bad place? I don't have a bad place. You have a bad place. Don't tell me I have a bad place. This place is much better. I have a great place. I don't know what you're talking about. That's the Mexican mentality. Maybe. Don't tell me I have a bad place. Just concerned.
6: Safe work. Safe work. Safe work.
0: That's oh, the Mexican mentality.
1: Why right not? <laughs> Well, you know what? We can
0: easily blame
1: I, this, uh, this this calabro on Chivas and Pachuca, especially Pachuca, man. Irving Lozano totally tanked that game. He well, he, he, was know, he was responsible for regulators. the seven. Yeah, game.
0: I don't think he was responsible. But continue, please continue.
1: You, you. 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 You're right about the players' mentality, because you know Irving Lozano has proven uh, time and time and he again. He played forty. Now, he I played
0: forty hard. minutes in the game. How how how, how is it his fault?
1: Well, first of all, he wasn't good enough to be able to start, and he wasn't putting the effort and training in order to be able to start second. You know, it's like, look at that record that he got at the end. It's just ridiculous. It's just him giving up when it was 1-0. So, my God.
0: I got to say, it sounds sounds a little bit, John,
3: like you're apologizing for him. I got to say. You know what? But no, Maybe he's ready for for, no a, I'm uh, just I'm just
0: playing devil's advocate. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to I, get the real reason why 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 Fernando's
3: because because that seriously though that move at the end too like that was just kind of like going. Uh, I think if anything it absolutely confirms that whole mentality thing that we were talking about. I mean, you're talking about
0: how, did he try how, to rugby how, tackle he, the coach?
3: No, I, I, my whole thing is about about his little shenanigans. Is that yes. He's choking. He's choking uh, in, in key plays, or making the poor decision in, in, in a key moment. And outside of that, you know, okay, you're playing a, a crappy game, but then you're going to go ahead and, and and screw the team up even worse by by getting yourself sent off. I mean, that's it's it's like the the. I, I don't know. Like it was just the most frustrating thing. It's like, man, you're already you're already screwing up. you like why? How are you gonna make it worse? And he's got that dumb look on his face, like like so a little we, petulant child. It, it was. I th- I found it very annoying. And and it, it sh- to me at least at minimum showed extreme immaturity. At 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 worst, a mental incapacity to to to, to make the right decision. You know,
6: I don't
0: know, Dan. Honestly, would a would a Santos player have acted like that?
6: That's that Rafa Marquez, Absolutely uh, never is on the
1: national team. You know that's his
6: approach.
1: You know, the Rafa the Marquez, or actually, it a oh, Americanista approach, right there. Actually, well, no, Marquez, one, of the, one of the things that
3: I wanted to say, though, is that it seems to be like this is like we, we see Mexico seems to be really poor at playing that 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 tough guy type of game, where where when it gets sloppy, it seems like they're they're not able to to find the right. Um, Comfortable spot where you could get away with some some hard tackles. Seems to always just take it too far and make a dumb, boneheaded mistake, and or get punked and, and get just beaten down. Just it seems like they're never able to to, to match that type of mentality in, in the right kind of way where they their brains don't just go straight into like to, to the toilet.
1: That made well, any sense? Well, you got the toilet and Pachuca part right.
6: No, actually, Chivas is the one
2: that has the toilet seat uh, uh, stadium. The stadium? No. <laughs> we do, man. And I also
3: think it's kind of harsh to blame Chivas and Pachuca. I mean, if they're the only ones that are producing anything enough to fill the team, well, maybe blame the other teams that aren't putting out players
1: um, actually, to, p- to if choose they from. Lost, obviously, obviously, they're not producing, if you think about it. They're not well, producing no, they're the talent
6: that we need to succeed. But imagine, look, at, look at Chucky Lozano, means, man. He's everybody. being hyped. Hey, hey, uh, I'm with you, Fernando, that Chivas and Pachuca, they're not producing. The, the results, you could look at them today. But then if, if they're not producing and that is the best we got, then what the hell does every other team have? You know, what, what the hell are they not producing? Oh, they have
0: foreign players. That's what they have. They have an unlimited amount of foreign players.
6: So Pern, they're not 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 producing.
0: Pern, Pern is flip-flopping
2: because Percy said it was not a fracaso. And, it wasn't. And you know, you know it why it's not a fracaso. Yeah, I but then have, you can't criticize have. these players. weren't They were never really it, outplayed. If if you look at if you look at the team didn't really look bad.
1: Like, like exactly,
2: well. you're making my like,
0: point. Like when they played it, they, and
2: need
1: they totally. needed luck. Like they needed it, luck, but on you, their side, you but can't you can't
0: rely on you cannot rely on luck to 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 put you through That's like a game like that. Needed players. to... Yeah, exactly. You, you need players to step up to show individual in, brilliance. It's something that we've... Uh, the 10 years that I've known you guys, we, we, we've been waiting for who's going to be that player that, that, that can break the bunker, who's going to be that player that can dribble through there, five there guys. Was the, there was even the plays in
3: this ball. game where a difference maker could have made I mean, that difference. I
0: mean, Google,
3: on two plays where, granted, I mean, if you look at them, they were difficult plays to convert, difficult uh, plays to finish, but they were there for taking it and he just kept with the, going with the run. <laughs> wait, wait,
6: wait! We Man, K- Kubo
0: makes Chicharito's ball skills look impeccable. Because <laughs> there that right. that that was a play right after that Korea one cross where it Kubo went had, had legs. A Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, and, yeah, there was and, the one and, where yeah. there was a cross. Go ahead.
0: Right. And 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 Kubo had a shot where it, where where Chucky was wide open to his left, and Kubo never saw him. And he, he, and he the, just, just, just flails at the ball, and, and he kind of fans it and slices it goes way wide. And Chucky's just looking at him, dude, you had three guys on him by myself, I would have scored.
3: Well, yeah, maybe not, because he probably would have settled
0: it for five seconds before he shot,
3: That's
0: what they taught him at Pachuca.
3: His uh, his, 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 uh,
6: his darker-skinned uh, brethren, Choco Lozano, he carried his team into the next round.
0: You know, I watched that game today uh, while it was on, while I was in the office. And <laughs> how many penalties did they miss? It was incredible. It was hilarious. By the
1: power of the BBC, they were able to overcome.
4: (laughs) They missed two penalties. Argentina won. Honduras won, I think, right?
5: Anyway,
0: yeah. So the the semifinals are set. It's going to be uh, Brazil is going to go up against Colombia, and, and Honduras will play South Korea. Portugal is going to play Germany, and Nigeria is playing either was it South Africa or Iraq. I'm not sure. Uh oh oh Chivas, Chivas, is it gonna happen for Chivas? No. By the way, for you Chivas fans, they are a waste strip. If 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 you see it like in non H D, the 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 blue and the red franca that they have, I'm not yeah. gonna lie, I, I feel like I'm watching <laughs> the curtidores.
6: Oh I thought you were gonna say river plate.
0: No, it looks like we don't curtidores. There's, there's no question. Uh-oh. Oh, do we have another caller? A caller? Uh, that, that
4: wasn't a... Wait, hold on. No, that wasn't a caller. That was me. Sorry. Uh, hey, you
6: know, hey, uh, when, when, hey, how about we change the sound for when we have a caller? Have it go like, yo, 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 you're on the mic. Or something like that. <laughs> something crazy like that. I'll
0: see what I can find.
6: Uh, or, you know, like, say, uh, chickity-check yourself, uh...
4: You know, oh. <laughs> yeah, I can't, cool. I can't. modify that. you well, uh, to. Or how about like? You really jarred something loose, Tiger. Looks <laughs> well, like Pern is joining the Ronaldo camp and uh, hating on Pachuca. Who? Ronaldo? Pern. Pern is uh, joining Roni camp and hating.
6: Whoa! Uh, no, poor dude.
2: <laughs> own, Roni just, own Roni own just does it, Roni own to own. it to mess with fun.
4: And to
0: Antiglor. So Juan, you, you never told me
1: all
2: Juan,
0: what, what, what flavor it. the what wait wait flavor the Juan, refreshments were in. Juan, Juan is
1: a Pachuca lover. I he was a, a rebaño sagrado.
2: Juan Juan has taken some of his kids. They're in the academy, man.
1: Oh, yeah. so you you betrayed your team for because of that? Oh my God, Juan! You, you missed unbelievable. it. L- unbelievable.
0: I think that we had this conversation, Fernando, when you were uh, you were uh, watching your your boyfriend Barry give a speech, so you missed out. <laughs> I don't
1: know what you're talking about, but holy cow, Juan, I don't believe it. No, 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 no.
6: Here's the thing. Well, we were talking about facilities, and obviously, uh, the the Chiva and the Americanistas they couldn't handle that their facilities were inferior and their lack of investment in youth, and you know, and I was pointing out uh, how. That's why the first thing I mentioned right now was about the, the German League, how all those world-class world class clubs, including Bayern
2: Munich.
6: <laughs> let's just put it this way, Fern. Uh, these guys
1: are huge Hey, though. They're...
4: From what, Joel? I don't know. What Joel was saying earlier, though, it sounds like uh, Chivas. You know, he was saying Chivas is hyping hyping up certain players, and they're not living up to it. Uh, America used to be known as the team to ruin players. Is Chivas the new team to to ruin these guys, or what?
1: See, I always thought that was Monterrey. The... You know, the... I actually thought it was a
6: Pachuca. Look at what happened today. The press tried to hype up Chofi Chofi. Uh, what the hell's his name? I forgot already. Chofi Lopez and Chofis. Yeah, they were no, they Especially lays and Almeida basically shut him down. He said, You know what? When this guy does something in his career, then we can they can then we can compare him to, you know, Messi or somebody great. Hey,
2: hey but then Almeida goes and gives him the number ten. I well mean, hey without even it, earning it. Right?
6: Different. He didn't go out and say, Hey, you're the best. Okay, you, you got the number ten. That means that you have the qualities uh to be the number ten for this team now. It's now go out on the
1: field and show it. Yes. Wait, yes. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Not even earning it? <laughs> who, compared to who? Who else can well, who who deserves to have it? that number ten? That's,
2: that's a sacred number, dude. You, as, mean, as far as I'm concerned, no one right now.
4: He doesn't start, man.
1: Make, no, make no. someone earn it. If well, you ask me right prof- now, I'm the coach. Prof- none of you get it. And you, well, you that's have, why. That's why the coach has been winning silverware, you know, because he gives the confidence. Wait, you he know? just won
2: one. He just won one cup, dude. It hey, like, dude,
1: dude, you're, you're, it's been better than zero from the last nine, you're nine seasons.
6: You're three games into the season and you're having you're, you're you're ringing, you're sounding the alarm bells, and it's, it's a base is the same start as it was in Clausura uh, 2016. Okay, won,
2: but he he's been won, with the team long enough so that this shouldn't be an issue anymore.
6: Yeah, but you know how the league works. The league is not about who earns the most points as a champion. It's who's in form at the time of the league. <laughs>
2: Come on, Joey. No, but I mean, as coach, he's been there long enough, so that you, you you know, he she shouldn't have to be with poor starts already by this point. And and I was even telling uh, Yon how you really can't blame Almeida all the way, knowing how Iguera is. He likes to micromanage. So.
6: well, if you want to make excuses for them, I think the team—the team is playing well. Their their first goal is to maintain possession and not give up any goals. To,
2: to, to me, one goal. They four need games, to score goals. So,
6: the way the, the way the the strategy, the the tactical approach to the game is—they're gonna generate possession. Uh, they they want to maintain possession, and that that's generate goal chances. And so far, they've been generating them. Okay. They just haven't been finishing them.
2: Okay. The whole uh, possession does, uh, is that the San, uh, San, Paoli, yeah, San bar um, school of thought?
0: So uh, yeah, I mean, you have I mean, I mean, it's, not, it's not, that's that's, that's, that's uh, every team in Mexico. They all generate possession, but they can't score. I mean, it's like well, that's the, like the, the classic case.
2: There was the Olympic yeah. team, team is, too. Is, uh, this, any goals
0: either I mean do, and, do you remember when Chicharito stopped. scored against France when he scored like, it was like you know he made he put the moves on, on Lloris and he scored remember what uh, did you also ever see the was it uh, Pedro Bermudez he's like he was so desperate for Mexico to score he was like he was saying don't miss don't miss don't miss because that's how Mexico ever does is they generate a bunch of chances and they don't score and, and we saw it again today and we saw it against Germany, and we saw it against Fiji, and we saw it against. You just go down the list, and we're seeing Chivas do it. No, that, the, that's the what, like I said, for the past ten years, I've been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been waiting. We've all been waiting for this difference maker, this guy that's gonna, you know, that's, a, that's gonna step you know, it up. When, from when him, when the more.
2: they viewed three players, uh,
6: or I think it was two, this past weekend. One was uh, that kid Sendejas from FC Dallas. Uh, he's an interesting player, but he's not. I mean, he didn't look like anything special a on his Yeah, that one. Well, he's not the first one. They had Jesus Padilla. I think Carlos alcido as well. You know, it's kind of his story is kind of shaky to me. I think Carlos Arcido was a, you know, might have might have a, a U.S. Uh, birth certificate as well, but the official record is there isn't. Just my suspicion. But um, but what I'm saying is they're debuting these new players at Almeida's. Uh, been working with. Now, Jolie is going to say, oh, thanks to Base Real. You know? <laughs> but uh, this kid, uh, they, they, the one they debuted this weekend, Edson Torres, to me. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to hype him up. I just think he has similar qualities as Eduardo Vargas, uh, the Chilean forward. Who? Uh, oh, okay. The guy that scored a hat-trick on Mexico.
0: I thought Eduardo uh, so, Vargas was uh, like yeah, some Chivas that, that a, never, you know, not a, one of the many Chivas hero. that never lived up to their potential.
6: Well, the thing is, is Almeida gonna be around for them to, you know, for his work to even have any effect on the team?
0: No, because Real will Real will be the coach by the end of the year. He'll he'll be back.
6: <laughs> well, there you go.
0: By the way, Dan, I saw something very disturbing, um, and and you got um I know that I give you uh, a, a lot of a lot of flack for for your coach in his skinny jeans. <sighs> Paco Valencia I found out was not wearing a you know he wears his skinny slacks and I thought he was wearing like a, like a blue blazer it turns out it's a cardigan Oh shit Can you imagine
3: I'm just not sure it's the right so season he, for so the he cardigan He looks like a, like a hip,
0: he looks like a hipster Mr. Rogers It's it's Mr. Rogers with a man bun I mean it's really 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 painful I I'm, I'm I'm embarrassed It's for not
3: that. a it's not a good look no, I'm I'm a big fan of the cardigan.
0: Personally. Are you? See, I'm 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 John, I'm you know I I wear Nike dry fits and slacks. There's, that's there's my, something that's about my
3: buttoning up a sweater that just feels right, man.
0: John, would you have really? preferred the finger
2: oh, yeah. the metalero look?
0: Well, I would have preferred if he would have kept the black fingernails if he's gonna you know go with that look. Just I'm the open
3: chest, you know. I mean, it it really makes you it it gives you that wide look of the shoulders. It's well, i have never cool really
0: off, been in the cards. Well, Fernando, is it okay to talk card? Now that you, you said we could, we you put the kibosh on talking about beards last week. Can we talk cardigans for for for, for a few seconds? Is Men's okay?
3: fashion for for a split second. Are
1: you lie? Go ahead, continue the faggotry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, see the thing about cardigan is, is that in Texas we get to wear winter clothes for like six weeks. So I I just don't have many many options of the of the Long sleeve and keep me warm variety.
3: Yeah, see, that would be my only but, objection because right now it just seems like it's poor timing, isn't it? Like hot and rainy right. most of the time. i um, in Mexico right now, so I, I'm not sure if, if cardigans really just weather appropriate. He might have been really right. good. uncomfortable. Well, whatever.
0: Well, he has he, his 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 man bun is very tight, and like I said, I mean, I would have been fine with it if he would have like filed his fingernails and had the black fingernails. It would have you know, it totally would have been down.
3: I know it's I know it's silly and somewhat on a serious note. I think if he really wants to be taken seriously he needs to cut his hair.
0: I agree.
6: What? And you have so you have a guy coaching the league in skinny jeans and you're worried about this guy's long hair? Come on, dude.
3: I'm just saying, man, he looks, he I'm, looks not, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not saying that it's a good look. I'm not I'm not defending uh my boy at all. I'm just saying that it's not a professional look for don't in a know professional position. Boys, but if, if
0: it, That's all I'm but, saying. You guys have a coach that that, that has the '90s mullet, so let let's not let's not talk. You know, if we're gonna talk fashion, fashion don'ts. Again, that's a bad look too. <laughs> good lord. Look at look at all. La it's it, it's terrible. But I'm more concerned. And I'm watching about it on Baco TV right now. Mexican.
3: I'm more concerned about Fakou because I mean he seems to be the only semi young coach. Um, you know that's that's in a in a good in a in a high profile position. I want him to succeed. I really do. Do you think he and, should, uh, you should I think uh, he should
0: go the full natural? The full natural haircut?
3: Not full on. That's a little too um a little too, too straight extreme. edge for him, but but he could he could rock like maybe like the, the the you know, some of the looks that some of the kids are wearing these days, like some of those uh, faux like
0: faux hawks. What if he did like the they like the Dutch boy the Dutch boy look where he like just cuts it like just down like past his ears? You mean where he put and still hair? you know parts in the middle?
3: But think about this, John. If 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 he wasn't concerned at least on some level, why did he lose the the black nail polish?
0: This this is true. This is true. You know, and of course, you know, if, uh, you know, maybe, may, may, maybe uh, you know, maybe as as, as Puma starts winning more, maybe he will start, you know, losing, you know, more and more of his of his player identity.
3: You know, this is going to be t- um, um, pretty pretty useful for future reference, John. In case you ever want to get rid of Pern, just start discussing fashion. You, we scared him off,
6: and you he know, left he practically cursed on his way out, so definitely <laughs>
0: uh,
6: he, he wrestled uh, him
0: that was way too easy no You're kidding I didn't well, I, I mean i you know i you know I think that we you know we cover all angles here at the sacceto football podcast, and you know sometimes what the what the coach wears is, is 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 very important it says a lot about the coach i mean look at look at skinny jeans and Santos I mean how many have you guys have seen the you know the Dr. pictures on Twitter where they post these guys wearing like the super tight jeans and they have the big, you know, sausage certain, hanging down to their knees. And, and we're said. certainly
3: not the only ones discussing this. I've, 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 they've even pointed out as a source of criticism on Turco, like saying that he may be too concerned with his, with his like, with his own looks uh, than to be paying attention to his team. You know, like so even those. Well, I mean, I know it's silly. But, uh, you know
0: that's but, uh, true because I've seen him on the sideline instead of watching the game, he's like holding a mirror up to himself and like, checking himself out. And, and he does it sure constantly. That, it's... it's all his hair. Yeah, all his hair is in the right place. Oh man. What Where... was it? What was the name of the smurf that used to carry the mirror? Vanity. Vanity. Vanity Smurf. Yeah. Vanity Smurf. Maybe that's what uh, we should start calling uh Mohammed just to just a piss Pern off. We'll start calling him Vanity Smurf.
6: <laughs> that's some good stuff, man.
0: I like it. I like you see. I'm watching. Almeida right now. He's got the the, the long sleeves rolled all the way up. You know the the, the typical Latin three button unbuttoned shirts. His big cross, and of course the beautiful, beautiful hair that's hanging over his shoulders.
6: What channel is it, John?
0: It's on uh, U- U- Univision Deportes. Oh, sorry, Univision Deportes. For I don't want to upset anybody that I say things.
6: Well, you could say Univision Deportes, right? That that works.
0: You that's might. right.
4: Might get a spot on the chief, Oh, see
0: now, now we have one of our one of our loyal listeners, David uh, Loredo, says, no manches, no long hair. How old are you guys? It's 2016. Well, I am in my 40s. Uh, I think I'm the only one that's in my 40s. I think all of no. I think Albert, you're, you 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 and I are in our fifth decade, correct? 42. Yeah. See, Albert, uh, I, 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 there was I say that Alberts because I, I I've seen you personally. And you don't have as, as many gray hairs as I do, which is surprising because you have three girls. I'm sure that you all, I thought you'd have a lot more gray hair. Yeah, I got a lot. The three girls. But, uh, yep. They're not very but,
6: uh, my, They're little, that's why.
0: My canas a... uh, outweigh.
6: Once they start driving, dude. you know, that's where the real stress comes in.
0: I got two
4: driving, man.
6: Oh, shit, dude. Man, You know what? I would not want to be in your shoes. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that.
4: Now, Beto's not
3: worried because he raised them right.
4: Yeah. Oh,
6: finesse.
4: No, man. Yeah. You know, on these kids, but uh yeah, it's hard. That's right.
0: Yeah, so so yes, we uh, we 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 will make fun of, of 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 uh will not make fun of it. But I think you're right, Dan. I think that, that for Paco Palencia to be taken, you know, especially if he if he starts winning and, and 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 has a good streak going at Pumas, if he can, you know, then then yeah, I think that if 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 he wants to I'm not saying that Pumas isn't a bad place to coach, but if he wants to aspire to something more, Exactly. Like, let's say, if he wants to coach you know abroad what, or if he wants to. Yes.
6: You said that really hurt, that really cut deep, you know. I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, raising your kids on McDonald's and uh, Taco Bell, you know.
0: Man, there's a Wiki, WikiLeaks sighting. exciting, I just saw Wiki, he plays for uh, the Tapachula. Yeah,
4: Tapachula. Hey, speaking yeah. of this Tapachula I think they went, uh, like everyone's attacking Guadalajara on social media with this uh, Somos Mas, whatever. They went and put, like, photoshopped a bunch of uh, goats with... do <laughs> you guys see that? Just making fun of the Chivas players? Everyone's just getting on the bandwagon. I can't no. believe it. Papachula is making fun and on social media about the, uh, the Chivas. They put, uh,
2: Speaking uh, of Chivas and Chivas
0: TV...
6: Didn't they change uh, the broadcast,
3: broadcast? I heard they they gave the game for free on uh, for the Querétaro game.
0: They were having so many problems with it that they had to give it for they, have to, they had to, they had to they had to give it up for free.
1: Well, but
2: but there's a thing. If they know they're not. It's it's gonna be low demand. So so what happened was that for the Monterrey game there was a lot of complaints and they did not really... I'm going to guess why because there
0: were more Regios that, that bought the game than Chivas fans, right?
2: So, yeah, yeah. But going by what Vergara said, he said 70% of the people had a good signal. So he basically admitted 30% had bad signal. So, uh, you know, we're, we're guessing those people are the ones that went to a consumer report. Even people, though there's uh, there's rumors that it's, it's you know... Well, keep in mind, though, though pulling the that, strings
3: huh not all those complaints though I'm sure are valid I think I'm still going to go back that if they have a poor um, poor signal doesn't matter what TV is set up as but, their experience is going to suck you know, it's going to be choppy I,
2: I agree with you but but I also feel yeah. that at this point the people that are ordering it are people that already have a good signal the yeah. majority I'll say the vast majority they're, they're most likely to already have Netflix or something like that that style.
3: I would call like them smart, smarter their... consumers.
6: Yeah, but they uh, they went public that they changed uh, their, the service they were using. They were using a Dutch service, and they basically, they fired those Dutch guys, and they're going to use somebody else now.
2: Well, yeah, well, that was part when uh when I, I forget what it's called in Spanish. It's kind of like trofo or something like that. Profeco? And, yeah, there you go. They said, uh, they, they were investigating them, and if and they were gonna find Chivas, and uh, so that's that's they had to like overhaul the system and and
3: Jolie. But aren't these good things know, though? The that fact that, that they actually exactly address them, regardless no, what, yeah. what it took, they're addressing some of these issues. Um, like you said, the Querétaro had low interest. Yeah, no, what they do, it, they gave it a free. I think that's smart. I think it's actually smart. No, I mean, but see, really. they should have done that
2: before this. From the very beginning, agreed, agreed. But I, I'll, I'll give them. They were like, "You know what your signal didn't work tough shit, and that was just bad. you know they should have been like, "Okay, how can we make it better or yeah uh, you know I'm just you, trying to
3: I'm just trying yeah. to put the positive spin on uh, on something that's maybe not going as smoothly as they would have hoped, but on some level at least they're trying on some level to correct some of these uh some of these mistakes or some of the some of the shortcomings with, with how they set it up initially at least they're they're adjusting.
2: Well, we're going to see um, when when it's call a high high demand. So there's going to be a high demand, be it uh, Tigres, America, Atlas, and then we're going to see what how how it how it plays out.
0: We got a caller. Joel, Joel, we have to. Uh, I was I was I came very close to 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 going bad cop on you, but uh, we do have a caller. Caller, please identify yourself. Hey guys, you mind if I just listen to breathe? That's fine. Hey, I had a question for you guys. I
5: actually meant to call in about an hour earlier, but I a little bit caught up. Um, I have a question regarding the effect of the global market on soccer players. We saw Argentina kind of fizzle out. We saw Brazil fizzle out. And then today we saw Mexico fizzle out. Um, how do you guys think that of the players being exported to, towards Europe is affecting
0: the youth squads for the national teams?
5: Hey, I'll
6: take that one. Well, that's so a I'll very interesting
0: that. question. It's a question that we've discussed uh, you know, several times of, of, throughout the course. Go ahead, Dan.
6: No, it's not Dan. It's Juan. Come on, man. Go, Juan. Uh, Michael Payne. Uh, man, I,
0: all you Californians <laughs> sound like you all have the same accent. I don't know.
6: Yeah. Hey, hey,
0: what's up? It's yeah, it, we have a terrible <laughs> accent. I mean, it's hard to kind of drop.
6: I'm going I'm to give you a bus ticket to California, John. Yeah, but, the, uh, you know what I th-
0: can't you a, give me at least a plane ticket, man? You're Mr. Moneybags now.
6: No, nah, dude, it's a bus ticket, man. Don't you know it's a bus ticket? A bus ticket. To you're,
3: Lubacaque. you're, you're, you're not, you're not up to speed with the, with the big soccer history and lingo.
2: <laughs> hey, answer the question, tickets, man.
3: Two tickets to Oxnard uh, means a uh, come get it, man, Tom. Oh, oh does it?
0: To oh
6: Bacoma. yeah.
2: To
0: Hey, I would rather have two tickets to paradise. As, as you were saying, I'm to hear uh,
2: you guys about, talk about big soccer, man. <laughs> <laughs> All
6: right, like to
0: yeah, Juan, question. answer the question.
6: Well, part of it, I think, uh, the rising prices around the globe, it's making it more affordable for Mexican uh, youth players and just in general to move abroad. And I think so. You, I think that's why you're seeing it more and more. That's why the, you know, before the valuations, they were too high for the European market. <clears throat> um so I think one is that too uh I think it's going to hurt the national team in the long run because these players uh the base of the team is no longer in Mexico it's abroad so then they come in they're 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 not used to playing together even though they've been together for years but like if you look at the Argentina and uh, Brazil how they they tend to struggle I don't think going abroad is actually going to help them but the other part is they're there's no room for them within the league, right? The youth players are being uh with that new rule change
0: They're definitely uh, being phased out now. The big difference between Argentina, Brazil, and Mexico is that specifically Argentina is that argentina's an exporters league they 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 players are going are gonna bust their ass when they yeah, because oh, the they want get they want to go abroad and that and that's the lifeblood of the clubs And, and the they
2: also the don't have that many foreigners in their clubs
0: right mexico on the other hand is an is an importers league and more more so now than ever with their new rule where they can have as many as 10 foreign players on the team so i think that that more than anything is going to affect the the national team now i will say this i think that this is something that uh, uh, tends to get overlooked as far as the national team with this new rule is that the players that the Mexican players, the young ones, particularly that 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 are able to emerge and still find a find a place on the starting lineup of a team with this new rule, are are, are going to have to be really good. Yeah. And whether or not you know we can have you know one guy, two guys, three guys, four guys, five guys, or six guys, whatever it is, that that that's going to be the the only opportunity they have is is, 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 to, is to show the coach before they fire the coach or the general manager before they fire hey, um, him, that they have the ability to, to 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 play at the level more so than what, the foreign guy they just spend a lot of money on.
2: What is the caller's name? Uh
0: Ismael
1: Peralta amigo.
2: Oh hey hey uh ish I I'll say like like going to your question um for like Brazil the way it, it affected Brazil was that was that uh they started exporting the players at a, a way younger age. So before they would leave, like, in their mid-20s, now now they leave, like, you know, sometimes even before their 20s. 16, 20.
0: 17. And, yeah. and
2: what happened is that sometimes clubs, they started, like, accommodating it for, for like, what, what the Europeans are looking for. And and if, you, if, we, if we take a look at, like, the Brazilian team, at least a while back, they, they looked like basketball players, man. They were all tall. Not it's not that there's nothing wrong with that, but but you can see they're catering to to you know what what these teams look for in Europe.
6: So physically, yeah.
2: So yeah, the whole physical aspect, and and did you see some of their like delanteros for the 2014? I mean, that's probably the weakest attack Brazil has ever had with a you know that that one dude Fred and and Joel. Well, just the fact were, that he was
6: the Fred, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he not have a clever uh, nickname, right?
2: Even Hulk, even though he's done good in league, but they just, they just seem, they don't seem like your typical Brazilian type player, and and there is, there has been like big discussion in Brazil about about like losing their identity, and and how, you know, how the team now play, and and then it's it's Argentina started happening too, where where they started poaching poaching the academies for for a lot of their talents.
0: You know, I personally believe that Brazil ha- has lost their identity. They've lost it for at least the past 10 years for sure. And a lot of that is because of the fact that the, that the majority of their you know their superstar players do play abroad. It, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a child of the 70s, and I grew up watching a Brazil team that would have maybe one or two guys that would play in Europe. The 1982 team, I think, had three guys or four guys that played in Europe, and they were the best team I've ever seen. And, and 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 it's not even close. And and they didn't even win the World Cup. It was unfortunate, but yeah So I mean, I mean, and and what what's tough for for somebody like me is that when you see a team like that when you're 10 years old, I mean, you think that Brazil is going to play like that for the rest of your life. You know, they, I mean, that that's always going to be the basis of comparison for you. And and sadly, because of the fact that Brazil is. The the clubs have exported all these players, you know, and that there the are 23 guys playing England or Spain or Italy or wherever it is. The uh the the Brazilian flair that you that you know the, the jogo bonito that everyone's been talking about, it's just it's just not there. I mean, I think we saw it a little tonight because they actually played a formation that that that, that kind of brought out who Brazil probably wants wants to be, but just for whatever reason hasn't been able to show it. And you know they, they certainly showed it tonight. I mean, they had a lot more a lot more flair tonight so
6: you know that that 82 team uh uh doing terribly at the yeah. World Cup is is part of the reason why they uh they went away from looking for those type of talents
0: uh well, they, they didn't do terrible. I mean, they 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 yeah. got rusty I mean it I mean they were I mean every goal they scored was a work of art I mean they really was just a, they were tremendous I mean they just had a just had, they ran into a buzzsaw they just caught him. it is unfortunate,
6: you know um to address this question maybe a little bit uh tangentially is that uh, uh, it, it seems like every country that has won the World cup recently uh uh you know going back most the base of their players they're in a world class league, but like the the main course and
0: domestic. To-
6: yeah, they're domestic and they play together. Like you look at a uh, Spain in the same club. Yeah, Spain, you know, had the the Real Madrid and the Barcelona players, who even though they they play in separated clubs, the core plays together and they play together for years on the youth teams. Uh, and then the same thing with Germany, <clears throat> with their players. Uh, you know, most of them played in uh in Bayern and uh. I think it was, it's uh, interesting that you mentioned that,
0: uh, Juan, because I well, thought you know that's one of the things that for for the past month we've been talking about. We were, you know, kind of glad that, that 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 the Olympic team was going to have a base of either what was Pachuca and Chivas, but they didn't play the style that Pachuca plays when they play, you know, their 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 Liga MX games. So you, my question is, why not? I mean, if if the base of your team is made up of six or seven guys that play on the same team. Why wouldn't you adapt to what they do i mean imagine imagine Spain you know they had that that tremendous run from two thousand eight to two thousand and twelve where they won two other copas in the World Cup because they played bar- the Barcelona style because they had you know seven of their out- their outfield players were Barcelona players Imagine saying, no we're going to be a counterattacking team because that's I'm the coach and that's what I like, and that's how we're gonna play
6: and and you know um but this uh Aragonés and also uh, uh, Del Bosque on record kind of saying that hey, uh, we knew the kind of players these were, so we didn't really we didn't reinvent the way they played. We, we didn't have to know. do
0: anything exactly. We did with you know. We just we. So, we, so, we, so we, that's why I get a little we, frustrated with with coaches like Botro and Chepo and all these guys like oh we gotta yeah we Osorio. gotta we gotta play this way because cause that's what I play. Oh dude, it's not just Osorio man. Chepo is the same way. Uh, I mean even even Miguel Herrera was a, you know to to a certain degree you
6: and know, you know just, was
0: just you know well they had to play this formation
6: this is the coaching talent the league produces so then that tells you that the coaching requirements in the Mexican league the bar is way too low you know and I think that's something that hasn't been addressed their 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 licensing process I don't think it's uh encompasses enough or it's it's a you know it's just I mean, basically, you just gotta take a course for six months, and even even if what, what did Galindo didn't he score like forty percent that they the 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 new coaches were doing so bad that they stopped publishing the results uh, in their in their exams. So I think they need to reevaluate their coaching process as well. When all the Mexican coaches, uh, you know, the Chepos, Potros, the Almagueres, they're all basically clones of each other, and they're not.
2: Hey, but Chepo's numbers though. I know a lot of you guys dislike him, but his no, numbers, like the they're defense very defense. good. He's, he's, if when you it's compare it's him to level, even current coaches, his, his stats well, well, are, well, are right up there.
0: Well, the Chippo's story is the same everywhere he goes. He starts off great, you know, maybe wins a couple of things, does really well, and then they figure him out, and he doesn't make the adjustment, and they just go into this terrible funk. And it's and it's happened everywhere he's gone.
2: But well I mean, he was just been in Chivas and Toluca and and he won two two championships at Toluca and at Chivas he he would always make it all the way to like semifinals, finals, semifinals. He, so, you
6: know. I'm not saying uh triple's a bad coach for Liga M X. Him and Vucitech are the best Liga M X offers. But then what does that tell you when the league's best just simply isn't good enough? They
0: you know Well, I don't think Vucitech has gotten the uh
6: well, he didn't you get know the there.
0: opportunity. Yeah. He, yeah. Didn't get, like, he got he, he got the visa. Is what happened to him.
6: Piojo and Chepo were the most recent uh, league champions, right? Uh, so you know, so what does that tell you? When the, the league coaches, they're just not good enough. The Mexican league coaches.
0: That's why I, I'm 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 an advocate for when when they fire a sodium and they will fire a sodium before the end of the year. <laughs> I'm, I'm, all, I'm all in. I'm all in for I'm all
2: in for Hey, it's it's I, I, the whole thing going back to to what to Juwan. It, it's it's our culture, man. We don't have faith on our own. And and you you sent me that story Hi, earlier, the one that you linked up about uh, this dude that's good friends with Tiburon Sanchez and uh, Tiburon presenting this project, and they weren't they weren't even trying to listen to him. And that, that's pretty much across the board. I mean, it, it took Valencia a long time to get, you know, to, to get a shot
1: at Tumas. At Tepo
6: lasted a lot longer than any other coach in the league or outside the league would have lasted. And we both know it, man. Sven, the rope with the patience with Sven, it was a lot shorter. Wait, now
2: you're talking about national team.
6: I'm talking about
2: national team, yeah. That's that's. No, but we we starts at clubs though. I mean, if we're gonna have more more coaches, and it has to be at club level, and even even like for for the second division Liga de Ascenso, it should be filled with Mexican coaches. And it's it's well, you have it's, like it's, it's you have all those dudes that fracasaron yeah. in, in, in 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 you know in, in Liga MX, and then they just.
0: Right, it's, it's the they're same coaches back. from the same pile.
2: And the same, yeah, same, and a bunch of South Americans. And it's like, I, I don't Raul have any Arias.
6: Fans. You know what? But the, Ruben say, Roman, Romano. If, if you fill them with the same ideas everywhere, these, these, is the same ideas. And at the but, national team level, they're not producing.
2: But, but you know, you, you, know, know, you know, know what, to,
6: Juan? You need to change the process for the league so that when you finally do pick a national coach from the, within the league, he's. He's ready for the national level. Like every coach that steps up from the league to the national team, they fall short. Every single one of them.
2: But but you know what? All of Mexico's biggest achievements have come under Mexican coaches.
6: So but but that's what I mean. And that's every every single national team that has won the World Cup, it, they've won it with a te- a coach that has the same nationality.
2: Yeah. There's no, no I, I agree with the league structure thing. That that's been my. I, I've been on that. I've been stuck on that for years. But, and, uh, you know. Uh.
6: I mean, the, the ideal would be you have these qualified coaches to pick from, but you don't have them right now. So you have to import. You have to be flexible and realize. No, hey, but,
2: but see, that's what I'm saying. They're not getting chances. It's like a catch-22.
6: They are getting chances, and they're falling short. You're telling me nobody gave Potro a chance? They moved him up from the u Nobody's u- given
0: him a chance to yet?
6: To the U20. Well, well, he moved. look, they've been moving him up, and he's been falling short. You know, so... Oh,
4: Chicago.
0: Oh, you we got another we caller.
5: Hello, buenas noches. Uh, called last week. My name is uh, Tomas. How's everyone doing?
0: Tomas, how are you? Good. Are you having a good night? You, are you okay today, Tomas? Did you did you go into the tub and, honest, I saw and, and, and get the Sharpie out and then write them on your veins? Go, this is where I'm going to cut myself. And then you thought better of it? Whoa.
5: <laughs> it was it was one of those things where um, I knew it was coming, so the blow wasn't that bad. But I just wanted to say a couple different things. I I just got on us, so I don't have no don't know what you guys were talking about. I apologize for that, but I just want to say that uh, I think that as a fan base, uh, Mexico fans, we need to calm down with the way we hype some of our players, our younger players. So. Uh, we saw, I think we saw Irving Lozano uh, expose this tournament. I think we see that he was hyped because perhaps it's the Pachuca system that makes him look very good. But even if he was out of position or if he was playing in the wrong system with uh, Porto, I, I would think that if he's you know worthy of playing at uh, Manchester United, he would make an impact some way or some you know somehow. And he just looked he looked horrendous. Today, the Fiji game, the Fiji game against uh, Germany. You know, he he missed a couple open goals. So altogether, I think it was an eye-opening experience. I think for the fan base, more so the you know I thing that we need to learn to stop hyping up these guys who haven't done shit, but for some reason, you know, just because he runs fast, you know, he's the next, he's the next uh, Messi. And even,
2: like...
5: No, Tecatito <laughs> is he's talented. He has talent, but the guy can't even start for uh, Porto yet. So I think we need to, like, relax because he makes one awesome goal against freaking Venezuela that all of a sudden he's, like, a beast. So I think that the Mexican fan base needs to be harder on the players. The same goes for, like, the media and the federations, like... Everyone needs to prove themselves at a club level, and then you know at the national level. Because you know we get all these guys: Jonathan Los Santos, Gio, Carlos Fierro, like Ulises David. Like I can go on forever. Like I can make a I can make a, a team of just bombs. <laughs> all these guys that are projected to be like the next best thing, but
2: and, yeah, you no, know, like,
5: that, these guys are just they're just overhyped and they buy into it. And like, Carlos Vela. Another fucking bum. Everybody treats him like he's like, like he's a god, and the guy can't even play for his own team. So, I mean, that's all I gotta say. Word up, <laughs> Tomas. Thank I you think, for your you comment.
0: Know what? We appreciate it. That's uh, you're echoing a lot of sentiments that we have expressed over no, the past. I agree. I agree with him.
6: You know, I agree. agree with Tomas, Carlos Tejeda, and Gio. They're European petardos.
2: Hey, but don't you think that attitude it's embedded in us? Since little kids, uh, you know, we have a birthday, we get a piñata, and it's, and it's, it's in the image of something we really like, and the only thing we're gonna do so to we, it is beat it, the shit out of eat it, beat
0: the hell out of it, yeah, yeah. To get the candy out. yeah. <laughs> yeah so, and so then that. the worst part about it is that it's not even candy that you like, <laughs> so then you start yeah. hating that thing. The thing yeah. is,
4: the players hey. fault also though the players believe their own hype. The only one who, who's I think stayed humble and has had the most success yeah. is is Chicharito. But you
2: know what, Chicharro is is third generation football player, and and his his and grandfather
5: got, and his dad
2: have been very guy. close to him, so so they they pretty much guided him.
5: Like new team, like coming up, that I think has the next best shot to be as good as Chicharro or maybe even better, is probably Raúl Raúl Jiménez. Like that, he seems like the kind of guy that uh, doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low, and he he goes about his job. But like the other guys. Like they just seem like they're like they they buy into their to their own hype. They think that they're you know they don't. I forgot who it was. I don't know if it was Piojo or Luca. Somebody said that uh, a lot of the players in the Mexico squad they literally have to go to their rooms to wake them up in the morning to go train. And the fact that you baby your players that much, it, it just goes to show how broken the federation is. At a foundational level, and until that changes, nothing is going to change. They're spoiled so. brats, and you can you can
4: tell who they are too. I follow them on. And yeah. I mentioned this before. I follow them on, my, on Instagram, on Twitter, on social media. You can tell exactly. who they are. You can tell how the how they post their selfies, how they they post about all this. Yeah,
2: it's, it's interesting you bring this up because it's how Aquino he kind of got booted out of Rayo because he 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 started like they had taken him out of the first team. Instead of training, he he took a sabbatical and, and he was he was taking Instagram shots of he was sightseeing. <laughs>
4: that,
6: that, you know, that kind of sounds like Pulido also. The only know, <laughs> pictures <laughs> of himself in a you know, in a diaper.
5: <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, With his abs flexing. Yeah, I think they need they need a, they need like a it just need to change foundationally like at a fundamental level and. I don't see that happening unless like, they literally kick out every everybody and like clean house and start with like a new.
2: You but you know what, dude, uh, you're right, Tomas. When you say it's at the foundation, and uh, just recently, uh, Juan shared this link of this like insider link of this guy that claims to be a really close friend of Tiburón Sanchez. So uh, Tiburón was trying to bring in a group of ex Chiva players, but one of the things they're trying to get rid of was like the players partying too much. So they're saying even even before they debuted in the first team, because they already have just that fame of being in a in Chivas, they're all they're you know they're they're getting crazy with with the partying and the drinking.
0: Yeah, yeah but I, you mean, know, I don't we, mind the more crazy partying with the drinking as long as you do your job. So
6: yeah, but I mean, see they're not doing so, their uh, job.
0: <laughs> but, but I mean I agree. What I'm what I'm saying is is that you know players have an image. And people think that well that that's just you know uh, like Beto just said all these guys are a bunch of spoiled brats et cetera. You know Chicharito is, is is a guy that you know we talk about this all the time that that, that, that he, he carefully crafts his his online presence you know and 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 and, and what and who he sponsors etc. Yada yada yada. Yeah, but for all, all, all we know, you know he could be running like New Jack you know crack cocaine there there in, in Cologne. You but know, the look, look at you us, though, so the,
6: the party. With, so I agree with John there. Because you don't really know what's going on yeah. behind the scenes, and you I have no that. idea. But you know what? When he steps on the field, man, you you. I mean, he wears his heart on his sleeve. You know, he he busts his ass. You see it, you know, and obviously. Exactly, I and,
5: like and John said, I don't care if you're running cocaine, if you got a you know, if you're a pimp on the side, I don't care. As long as you keep that under wraps and you perform on the field, right. that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Oh, it shows it on the It field, just dude. seems like like. It seems like uh, somebody just said it right now. Sorry, I apologize. I don't know everyone's name, but someone said that they're more concerned with their like their social media status and like how many hearts and likes their fucking picture gets, like, instead of winning. Because I honestly don't think anyone on the team, besides maybe a couple guys like maybe Raúl and maybe Chicharro, are are embarrassed about losing seven to zero. Like to Chile, and then they don't care because they know that even if they play like shit they're still getting paid, you know, millions to to go over in whatever country or whatever team they're playing, as opposed to, like, maybe a team like Germany. If, it, if Germany were to lose 7-0, you better believe that those guys would be pissed off, you know, and they would be... Well, that, and
0: they would also have a complete system habit. overhaul, like they did when they were eliminated from the 2000 and 2004 Eurocopa. No, and in Germany, as, as Juan talked about in the Das reboot.
6: Yeah, and that's Reboot. The process started in 98 when they when they had all those old farts and Mexico couldn't put them away.
2: <laughs> right.
6: And they realized, hey, you know what? If Mexico, you know, if they can not keep up with this, and it's time we we. Hey, won't.
2: Mexico was keeping up with them in 86, dude. Uh,
5: and,
0: and, and Mexico and scored a goal in 86 and it was disallowed.
2: Yeah, in la Buenos cruz. Siempre. Yeah. Yeah.
5: To be fair, I don't want to put it all on the players, but I think that uh, the fan base thing. Bring us as fans. We we need to change like the, what we demand, or, like our level of what we find acceptable. Because for many years, like I I I don't do this anymore. But for many years, and still pre- presently, like people are content with winning, which is beating the United States for a Concacaf like tournament and like beating like going to Honduras and win, get, winning a game is a fucking like like a notch under the belt. Like I think we need to like demand
0: more from them. But I don't know.
2: No, I agree with well, you because the, the
0: we, biggest we, problem, Tomas, and and it always has been, is that until the FMF changes their 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 business model from a from a, what's best for the the sport to what's how can we make the most money. When that changes, then then I think we'll start seeing some of the things that you're talking. But right now, all they care about, and all they have cared about, since they were awarded the World Cup in 1970. Is how much money can we make? You know, I mean, you know honestly, what? what other country in the world would want to associate their national team with diarrhea? In 2006, Mexico had the official diarrhea medicine from La Selección Nacional. <laughs> who, 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 who wants that association? England,
2: England.
6: You know, you know, you know, England? John. Um, um, right now, you guys are reminding me. Uh, like a while back Ronnie he used to talk about that uh that the Mexican league owners they were they were looking to make the Mexican league more like the Premier League um and i think we're seeing some of the symptoms of that happening as far as uh, you know with the rule changes the uh, the teams underachieving constantly and then uh maybe youth players being inflated making too much money too soon
5: uh yeah hey it's funny you bring that up I don't know if it's just like um, maybe it's my own deranged thought or whatever, but if you look at the – like you said, you look at the Premier League, there's an influx of like, – there's a ton of foreign players in that league, Spanish, African, from all over the world. Do you think that that has hurt like English players? Because if you look at the English team over the past, you know, years and years, they have underperformed. You think like – Maybe
2: was their last good
5: cup. Here. You think that's what's gonna happen in Mexico? They're gonna get even worse like that?
2: Yes, I do. Ninety, ninety was the last time, which, which, uh, coincidentally, that's when the when they became the Premier League. So, so they had been having all the problems with the hooligans, and uh, they went to Italy ninety, and and they had they reached like the semifinals, and then after that,
0: it right. Just, and and when they went to the ninety, Premier they League, put them on the island so they could control the hooligans.
2: Yeah, you and remember and that. Continue, yeah, they put yeah, them on and Sicily. <laughs> and then the Premier League came I'm in. I'm serious. Which <laughs> No, 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 but see, it's it's kind of similar what's going on because then you know they they changed to Premier League and and it they are what they are now. So kind of the same is happening in Mexico where where the league changed to Liga MX, you know, and and they they're doing rules like the 10-8 rule, which is mainly which is mainly for trafficking of players. So it's like that allows the clubs to buy more foreigners and also to sell more foreigners. Um, but yeah, I, we're going to end up with like 10, 10 uh, sometimes a game, and there's only like two Mexicans playing out of like 22.
0: That's why You know what the sad thing is, Joel, about that is people say, oh, well, you know, I like, like, uh, forget what game it was. I think it was maybe uh, Necaxa against Pumas. And fans were complaining that it was boring because there were too many Mexicans on the pitch. And I'm not kidding. <laughs>
6: You know, that's why it's important that Jolie support uh, the Almeida project because uh, Chivas is It is important,
0: Juan, for everyone <laughs> who is a fan of Mexico to support any project that Chivas has. If Chivas were smart, and again, that's a big if. Well, the, you
6: know what, they they If you showed...
0: would see this opportunity to say, you know what, <laughs> this is our chance to become the the base of the national team for years to come. Because we're going to be the only team that's playing Mexicans.
6: Now keep in mind. Because they, they could rule and control so, the
0: national team.
6: As the saying goes, Como está Chivas, está la selección. So, so yeah,
0: go ahead, go ahead, go you know, keep, keep, keep talking. So,
6: you know, the saying goes, Como está Chivas, está la selección. So right now, Chivas. That
2: was misleading though, that was misleading though, uh, she was, was. His to had... smoke up her asses with that.
6: They, they've been organ, at the organizational
1: level, at the top,
6: they've been a disaster.
1: They've they
6: been <laughs> You know, Jolie, he watched the game, Jolie
1: the
5: it. I can't hear
2: you man, no, a <laughs> So
1: basically
5: everybody, Go subscribe to Chivas TV, because that's the only way that Chivas is oh. going to get better. So, you know,
6: <laughs> you know, under, under Higuera, I know Jody doesn't like Higuera. Uh, I think he even got blocked uh, from reading the tweets.
2: <laughs> but no. under, this
6: guy, under this guy, Chivas has shown that they learned their lessons, uh, they still make the mistakes but they learn from them.
2: No no Juwan, I think you're gonna like what I'm gonna say next. And that's that going off of what <laughs> going off of what John said about if you could control you know, you could control the the uh, national team if you have if you have the, the core of the of the team. I think I think Pachuca is, is gonna be smarter enough to figure that out and, and uh they have been doing a better job recently.
0: If I were Jorge Vergara, what I would do, I would say, well, who are the best Mexicans playing in the league right now, and let's get them all. Yeah. That, that is that is the strategy like, that I would take right now.
6: They offered 20 million dollars for Chucky, and Pachuca wasn't taking it.
0: I, I would I
5: would like to see Chivas go after Alan Pulido, if possible, bring him back. I think that Dude, would. Dude, he ain't a
0: ever coming back. You can forget that. That is just not going to happen. They've tried, man. He is he is blackballed like uh, like uh, like Alvo's brother was for he's gonna ha- he's gonna have to play elsewhere for the rest of his career. He ain't ever coming back. I just think it's just not gonna happen. No one he is radioactive right now for
2: What well, he has weeks. like two more years two more years at Olympiacos? You know, I,
0: Whatever I'm, it is, when he's when he's done there he he ain't going anywhere else. He's not going to Mexico.
2: It's
6: Fernando's fault.
0: You know I remember one time I was listening to the radio before Thano died? And they asked him about, about playing in Mexico again, and the dude started crying because he knew that he couldn't. Well, wow. yeah.
5: No wonder they get so,
4: That's some messed up corruption.
2: And wait, I'm not. I don't think that's corruption, man. You have to. You're gonna get jacked the way that Argentina gets jacked for players. And so you, if if you're spending.
0: Like yeah, but Argentina wants to get jacked the players. That, that, that's how they fund it. I don't think so, man.
2: Club. River Plate kind of lost a lot of yeah, they the the money. They don't have... They don't know, man. They were losing a lot of money on, on losing really young players and, and getting just the finder's fee. So I, I think it, it protects the clubs from their investments. And, and we hear that they don't want to sell them, but they have been selling them. Uh, America sold their top two prospects, Reyes and uh, and uh, Jimenez. And, yeah, and they went for a good price, and and they get valued What's more. Look look, look at Machuca. Charlie's that's for true. free, and and he doesn't get. He he has to struggle because you're gonna value more what what, what cost you. If something comes for free, you're not gonna, you know, a lot of times you're not gonna care.
6: You know what, those guys are lucky they got out, right? <laughs> Look at uh, Paleta Esqueda, Santi Fernandez. Do you remember uh, Tony Lopez who had that one month where he was he like seven goals?
2: <laughs> hey, what? Yeah,
6: exactly. Nobody knows who he is anymore. I Why remember couldn't
2: hear you because of the music?
6: No, Tony oh, Lopez. Tony Lopez? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I think those those players are lucky they were able to leave when they did and they're, they'll be better players. Cause you remember Diego Reyes at América, he was in a indisputed Charger. He a starter, I'm sorry. He was getting benched a lot by. Uh, uh,
2: Jovan already thinking about pointy ball. The. Uh, ball.
6: Yeah.
4: Oh,
0: the
6: Chargers. <laughs> and, uh, you
0: know, something? it's funny that uh, you. you know for for Ram. someone who is such a massive opponent. Of the 10-8 rule, his uh, his club, Crew uh, America, sure does seem to like it a lot because they they are fielding a huge chunk of uh, foreigners right. Do they even play Mexicans right now, America?
6: Well, I, they had to sign some, I think, to meet the rules. <laughs>
0: that, that's Is
5: the he problem. the only one. I think that we need to we need to eliminate <laughs> America from from existing. <laughs> I think that's that's the issue.
2: But but they're the perfect well, rivals to have.
0: They, they bring the pressure. But actually it was it was the it was the Monterrey team, they were the ones that that, that really demanded hey, to bring this rule uh, change.
4: To bring Ronnie and Ronnie's argument is uh, there needs to be more Mexican more Mexicans in America because they're gonna feel the pressure of the fan base, pressure from the big club in America and then they won't be able to, they won't be failing like Chucky did during this
0: uh, Olympic game.
6: You mean, uh. Well, I mean, I there's something
0: know. to be said about that. I mean, if you look back at all the, the great Mexico teams, most of them have had a, you know, until very recently had, a, you know, they were Pumas base or they were Cruz Azul base or an America base or a Chivas base. I mean, I'm talking, you know, since the 80s. It was always, you know, one of those teams was always the base of the team. You know, even the, the, the 2010 team was half half Pumas, half Chivas. So, oh, whatever. At least, at, least, at least through the system. I there were like, like six Pumas and eight Chivas on that team,
6: and they played. They, they they played spectacularly. The the team was very exciting to watch uh, in the build up to the to the World Cup. Then kind of uh. Bosco and then Vasco
0: went temporarily insane. <laughs> i if we're
4: going to see like the winners of World Cups are going to be Germany, like a rotation of Germany, Italy, all these all these countries with players that play, you know, in local league or like a Bayern-based or Juventus-based team, uh, whereas Brazil and Argentina with all their scattered players, Mexico with all their scattered players are going to end up failing
5: and failing and failing. Uh, and that's, just, that's interesting because didn't um, I think the Chile team. I'm not saying, I, and everybody that said that acts like the Chile team that beat Mexico 7-0 is now a world power, I do think they're very good, but at the same time, they're a very good team, but I think that the majority of the players on that team were all from the base of uh, their, team, their Colo-Colo team, right? They were
0: Colo-Colo Yeah, they all they all uh, came out through Colo-Colo, and they were all on the same youth team, even
6: they, though they, they play were-
0: differently now, but yeah, they've, they've been playing with, They've been playing together since they were teenagers, there's yeah, there's no question,
5: yeah, I mean so that can that that goes to show that familiarity and coming up here does make a difference, so even if if playing abroad I think is a little bit overrated, I think that a lot of people um kind of hold that almost like to like a too high of a standard. I just think that they need to develop the players even if they stay in Mexico, just get them consistent playing time because when-
6: you, you know, it wasn't just Colo Colo It was uh, Universidad de Chile and Universidad Católica. So they're drawing players, uh, but basically those three clubs are. Uh, those are those
2: historically have been. Those basically, there are only three top clubs. <laughs> but but you know you know now, like uh, now they got they're everything.
0: the only clubs in Chile that have stadiums. We got another awesome, no uh, no
2: but but going with the whole having a core group, the federations. Uh, you know they believe they resolved it. And and their resolve is is by, you know, with the youth teams and and playing them more often. So so they they started investing since uh, going back to 2000 when they they created the under 15 team, which that was the team that ended up winning the under 17 World Cup. But but that's been like their whole thing that they're holding on to that. We're gonna get a, a core group of a good five six players that that they're gonna play together since since. The youth teams all the way up to the senior team, but but I think uh, one thing I had talked to John about was that it's going to be a really small pool of players that that you're going to get going going through that system.
4: Hey, we got another caller from Texas.:
0: Well, all right, all right, all right that was, who who's the who's the Texan on the line now? Hi guys, it's
1: uh, my name's Stephen.
0: Stephen, thank month, you for um, calling. As far as the whole
1: ten eight rules thing, I'm thinking maybe uh, young Mexicans could start looking towards MLS for playing time in the
0: future. And I know it's not you know you are uh, you are preaching to the choir. That, at, that is something that we kind of discussed know, at length. It could be an alternative. No, we already it see. Is it is absolutely a, a good alternative. And with MLS expanding, they have what 20, 20 teams now. They want to be to twenty-eight teams by like the, in four from, or five years.
2: Yeah, John, and from the Olympic team, you had Google, MLS, and Salcedo also got developed in, in MLS.
0: Yeah, and, and and like I said, you know, w- w- with them expanding, I think MLS is a very viable option. I think MLS would would welcome it there. They're desperate to tap into the uh, the biggest soccer market in this country, which is the Hispanic market. There's no question of that. I think that the ratings have uh, proven that over over the years. So yeah, I think the MLS is a, is a very vile op, uh, a very good option for the players. It's uh, it, it it would be the ultimate irony, wouldn't it, that, that, that MLS becomes the, uh, the, the 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 place where where Mexico develops its best players. It, it, would, it would it would absolutely crack me up. But I do think that that's that is something like like, like that guy, uh, David Sazola, retires at 24 because he can't play in Mexico anymore. Dude, you, you know, know go give yeah. FC Dallas a call.
6: Dude, you you got to have some heart. You can't fucking... If, I mean, if you actually believe you have the talent, you believe in yourself, then, you know, fight for it, man. Do something about it. Don't just say, oh, I'm going to retire because I didn't get opportunity. Dude, bust your ass and show that you do deserve it. You know, well, maybe
0: he was one of those guys that Chiquis was talking about that, that posted all his cute little pictures and selfies on the Instagram and... You know, when he found out that he wasn't going to be on the team, he did a he did a sad face and he posted my sad face. <laughs> I didn't make. The so you man, know, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't I missed the caller's question, man. I'm
6: sorry. What, what was the question?
0: His question was that's been over comment said that with the 10-8 rule, do, do you think that there's a possibility that that MLS might help fill the void for some of the Mexican players that might get frozen out of playing in Liga MX and how other knife. Oh. Talked about this at length, and we think absolutely it would be would be a great place to fill the void.
6: It it, it, could, it it's not gonna happen. They're not even giving their own players a chance to play. Like uh, you know, most of their players go into the college uh, scene first, and then they go. I mean, they have a uh, they have reserve teams, but those players they maybe they get a play once every year. I mean, you have some interesting prospects in that. At least in L.A., the L.A. Galaxy, they got some interesting players there. Uh, I mean, you saw them in the the MLS homegrown versus uh, mexico sup
0: you know, but that's teams, the thing though uh juan is it I mean you're talking about the teams that are established now yeah, remember MLs wants to expand to twenty eight teams within the next five years so wait. that's 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 eight more teams that has a bunch of roster spots that the college system in this country frankly just can't fill you know I mean so have to get the roster, somewhere
6: but the rules I don't know if you know the rules their rules are so complex.
0: Um, exactly.
2: That, hey, which but, but look, after they, it, so
6: you 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 know you could what they artifici- artificially artificially uh, deflate the Canterano prices, so and then they bring in these like uh, I don't I mean, what do they call them designated players, and I mean they got all these rules to bring in all these other players that I don't think is gonna happen. Cause,
2: hey, they did. They, how they got Kubo Kubo uh, was playing right now in in the biggest Olympic game for Mexico. And He's an MLS player.
4: He's a, he's a designated player too. And how is he a designated player if he's on the bench?
0: <laughs> he's a designated player. That's hilarious. Who's a? What
6: are you guys talking about?
2: He's a DP. What? MLS. <laughs> what are we talking about now? What?
6: No, man. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, so that's that's you're you're saying that the MLS to get that's
2: certain. Up there, John's just hating me. know what he's talking about.
4: Like Google, like uh, David Villa and all these guys, they assigned them a designated player. and they.
2: No. Play. Look, they got they so, had uh, Carlos Alcedo. They, they got him from Tigres, you know, and they helped develop him. He went back to Chivas. Uh, they have a goalie right didn't now. Didn't Carlos Ochoa
0: can... play like in Kalamazoo or something like that before he played World War, the number 10, against uh, the U.S. in one of those Columbus games? Oh.
4: Okay. <laughs> now, but could you imagine like the MLS being sort of like all the all the Mexican players that can't make it in Liga uh, MX go to MLS and make the MLS huge?
2: No, all- I, I don't think it'll be like that. I, I think that they'll be they're pretty smart about scouting potential national team players, especially from the youth teams, and and there's going to be a lot of talent that they're not going to, you know, no tienen cabida in the big team, so. If, if you promise them playing time, they're gonna take it.
4: No, but what if they attract the attention of all the Mexican Americans, and then the 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 league to watch is always the MLS amongst the Potos and all these, and all these guys.
5: I, to, I, to, I think, think that uh, exactly people are have potential because maybe right now it's not it's not on the level Liga MX, but I think that if it, if uh, Liga MX doesn't take care of their players, then what would not be a viable option. For young guys who are being, you know, shut out on their own clubs. I mean, here in Chicago, the Chicago Fire, um, they recently made a big hire. They hired uh, like one of the uh, the P.S. Uh, P.S.G.'s uh, like youth uh, directors to, you know, develop their, their system, develop their system. So I mean, like, it, there's a lot of potential to grow here. The market is huge, and as you guys mentioned, there's a giant Hispanic market. It's just a big, a big option for you know Liga Max players, if, and I can see how that might, that might be an option in the future. And if that happens, you know, Liga, Liga Max and L3, they could end up hurting. So, you know.
6: if if that were to happen, I have two words for you, Geisy Zardes.
0: <laughs> but that's a one hey, well, it's, it's, it's not not everybody going to pan out, and I think that that's been the biggest fallacy of, of 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 the youth system that uh, that Joel described at the national team, or the, the Femex who set up where like they have all these. We're gonna send all our youth teams and play tournaments all over the world. And by the time they make by the time they make the senior side, they're gonna be playing together. Well, that's great, but I mean, no, but what, what are the chances that a U15 guy, honestly, out of the 23 that play, are is gonna is gonna make the senior side out of the 23? How many how many of those guys are are gonna are gonna pan pan out? Uh, One. Uh,
6: they're, they're, that, Two. I mean, this kid is interesting. Pizarro has been called up already, right? Uh, Chucky's been called up. Um, but, I mean, on the, I'm, I'm just talking about on the individual skill level and quality of the player. So maybe maybe Beto has that video of uh, Guizzi's artist, so Tomas could uh, uh, be up-to-date on that comment.
4: First touch?
5: The first touch video? But, but even, even, uh, but even, even like, uh, uh, the thing to go to, uh, think about the the youth teams, like, we're putting a lot of stock also into like what these youth tournaments mean and how how winning the Gold Cup or how winning the youth 17, 23 means is we're the next big superpower. Because if you look at a lot of these African teams like Nigeria, Senegal, uh, I forgot the other one, they've consistently won their youth by gold, the little their for their age uh, group. But at the senior level, they haven't done anything. So,
0: well, sure. I mean, that's because you, I mean, like clockwork. Two weeks before the World Cup, th- they make an announcement that, that the federation doesn't have any money and they're going to go on strike because they haven't gotten paid. So they have many, many more things to worry about. And then when they finally, you know, uh, you know, finally do settle down and have don't have to worry about that, you have, you know, you have performances. I mean, I'm, I'm believe me, I'm a I'm a huge fan of the African teams. I love watching them. I I, I want them to. That's why I'm, I'm always a little nervous when Mexico plays an African team because I mean I just think that they, that their potential is just is is absolutely insane, and uh, you know like Ivory Coast, and the, the two World Cups that they make, uh, you know they get stuck in just just ridiculously difficult groups, and then they finally get an easy group last in the last one and they just they they just lose their mind in the last few minutes against Greece, but the uh, I forgot what my my point was going to be but the <laughs> So you got me all riled up about talking about the African teams, but uh, but they they have so many other things to worry about other than just playing because their federations are unfortunately are just are you know they th- make they make foot look like the deutsche the deutsche football <laughs> or whatever it's called.
6: You know what the um, uh, I don't think the MLS is gonna go for for youth players Mexican youth players because uh, they tried that. Experience. But
0: that's not who we're, we're talking about, Juan. We're talking about established. Liga Mekis players that are gonna have to have nowhere to go because maybe because the, the, the because they're, they're 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 gonna be frozen out. Want, Those are the guys we're talking about, not the youth players.
6: Yeah, they want the marketable ones. So I mean, if you have a case of like a Carlos Vela or a Guardado, the guys that have been on the national team that are extremely marketable, that's gonna happen.
2: No, but that's see, fun. they could could I, both. Gonna, they, is, is, go it's gonna
0: be cheap. exactly. Why, they, they, why have they have to have to fill do the it roster. If it's cheap? eight. Eight teams. Eight teams is half of Liga MX. Dude, Eight put, teams. It this,
2: put it this way: they could resell them back to Liga MX. Did you guys
6: when did you guys know Paco Palencia spent time in MLS, right? Did you go watch him?
2: I did. Cheers yeah. USA. What, what, what about? Uh, I, I didn't
0: I didn't miss one of his games. He or Ramon. <laughs> no, Ramon Hugo Sanchez. Got and, and now, Hugo exactly Sanchez ended his career at FC Dallas, and he scored at Chilena. Goal at FC Dallas. Uh, on, on the one time I happened to be at the. It was incredible.
5: He, he was, uh, Chicago Fire career when he MLS. That's so right. Was. Like, like, those
6: are the big Mexican national team names. Now, did you guys go watch <laughs> Chore Mejia?
0: I I, I, I I don't miss any Chore Mejia games when he plays for <laughs> Team X. Goddamn
2: liar! Hey, what I went to, to watch Juan Pablo Garcia when he came to. He was USA, and and uh, Juan Pablo Garcia was supposed to be the next best thing, and he.
0: The he guy that I'm Mario. waiting for is uh, is is uh, Chato Rodriguez. Wherever Chato Rodriguez goes, <laughs> It's well, still... i I'm gonna be it, rocking it up there.
4: The shift that still has to happen. Juan,
2: what it, if uh, what if a guy like
5: Fabian went to like, like even Ponchito Poch- uh, Gonzalez or guys like that. Like if if it trickles like that, I can see how they would go because. I don't know if the 10 a rule is here to stay, like, permanently or if we're making a big deal about it or what it is, but if things continue... Look at it this
0: way, Juan. You can have... Yeah, exactly. So you can have guys miles. on loan, and I've never understood why Liga Aimec Why have a guy on the bench if you're not going to play him, a youth guy, if you can send him on loan somewhere? So, you know, they can. there's a bunch of guys they can send on loan, too, and then they can keep an eye on him, and then, if things work out, they can sell them if they become stars. It's it's no, going to happen. I mean, I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's it's, it's going to happen.
4: But for popularity, it's going to happen. It's got to be a shift in the fan base to gain popularity to the MLS and the nationality of or the national nationalism sentiment of Mexican Americans or Mexicans has to shift to, okay, I want to see Mexicans play. I don't want to watch a league that's a South American
0: league. And
6: have, have you guys gone to see Carlos Costa? You think Hondurans are going? To
0: to watch uh, Carlos Costly. You know what's funny about Carlos Costly is that his real name is Carlo Costly. Isn't that awful? For years Dude, I've talked about Carlos Costly and stuff home that home I wrote.
2: Because of Puegos, man.
6: Did you
0: um?
5: But I done. I think I think Daniela is right. I think that as long as the uh, fan base is just buying tickets and buying jerseys and not not bitching about it or complaining about it, then. You got Max owners are, are just going to be breaking into cash and being and just continue to get guys from. But you see,
0: that's the problem, Tomas. Is that is that uh, I don't know if you've noticed the attendance. I mean, outside of Tigres and maybe Monterrey, nobody is going to the games. Nobody. I mean, the stands are less than half full. You think they need to uh, at least need to, like, it is? It, it, it is a big black eye on the league right now. That's true.
5: Mexicans need that. I guess yeah. uh, fan bases can't re- don't know who the hell is playing for their team right now. So I don't know. It, it doesn't look good.
2: Well, you know, you know what, Tomas? One of the things that like, I Come talked on. about, I talked about this with John uh, a few weeks back, is that if you know that they change the team pretty much every six months, you could have a whole different team. <laughs> like Cholos right now, they're they're a completely different team but they were. Just six months ago, and and it happens. I'm not saying it shouldn't happen, but it happens very often.
0: Yeah. Right. And then it takes them like six weeks to to figure out how to play together. And then, by the, you know, if they lose five of those, the coach gets fired, and then he yeah. brings in his own new group of team, <laughs> which is what's happened to Chivas for, you know, it just goes on and on and on.
6: Did you guys Did you guys ever tune in to watch uh what's his name uh uh
0: uh, but, but, but you're looking at the, at oh, the business did. differently.
2: Yeah, I did. He used to play with Leon and then he went to to the Dallas yeah. Burn. I did tune in to watch. He eliminated the Galaxy actually uh, when what he was went that? Into the playoffs. Daniel talking. Alvarez, he, he was like the no. Mexican Denilson, huh? No, no he the he got really he fat.
6: Was not. He was not watching the games as a fan, he was actually working the games.
2: No, I wasn't, I was, I was still, I'm was not that old way, I, I, right there I was watching as a fan, dude. Yeah.
6: You were. He was watching the games as a reporter, so he has to give that disclosure. No,
2: wait, no, I was not... He was, not, to he was uh, forced not, to
0: go, forced say, at gunpoint. No. Jolie, did you... Tune but, but Juan, here, here's the thing, Juan. I did okay, tune in I I to
2: campus too, I, I tuned in to see campus play as well.
6: What about Guille Franco, did you tune in to watch him?
0: No, but I was never a fan. Mira, yo nunca, I nunca said... perdí, pero nunca perdí un juego con Guillermo Franco. Nunca. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's the thing. Juan. Oh, is it you know. okay? Say say that they put a new team in, in San Antonio, right? Which is about an hour south of here. And San, you know, San Antonio, yeah, they, they might, you know, get a get a, a, a cartucho quemado, like let's say by that time, like a you know, you know, pick somebody. Uh,
6: like Landino.
0: Uh, uh, exactly, or, or uh, like uh, H- H- Hector Herrera Yeah, so they have him. But then there's like a young up, you H- know, there's H- H- a young right? kid who ends up having a really good season, and then, then I mean, and and those are the guys that they would want to, you know, build their fan base. Yeah, they they have the other guy come in, you know, to attract the, you know, the, the season tickets, etc. But then they, you know, but they have a couple of guys that end up doing really well, and then and those are the guys that end up bringing the casual fan. And and that's where I think that there there's a real a real future for some of these players in MLS. And and you know, and they don't have to be sold to them, they can go on loan or whatever it is. I mean that's the opportunity that some of these Mexican players have in in, in, in MLS. I mean MLS do they even have a limit on how many foreigners they can have on a team? I
5: don't think so.
0: I don't think they do.
6: Their rules are pretty crazy, man. I think there's they're the rules are even like the own uh, general managers within the league. They don't understand the their signing rules. <laughs> they need like a like a lawyer to bring in and translate
0: them. I would. I would. So, so I mean, I, and like I said, you are gonna be filling out eight priority. teams worth the rosters. That is uh, what about two hundred players? And I'm telling you that the NCA does not have the the capability to to generate two hundred professional players. Everyone was talking about Chad Morris, including me. I thought Chad Morris was going to be just a sensational player. Then he goes and plays at Stanford for two years, and whatever development he had, he has lost. It. It's just, he's just not, you know, he, he, and instead of going professional, he, he would decided to go to college, and I think, I think it's cost him. I think that he had, you know, he could have been somewhere where he could have developed his game a little bit better, and he decided not to, and now, you know, I mean, I don't think that he's the, uh, the, the, the player that, that that a lot of people thought he was gonna be. I and mean, may he may turn out to be that way. But uh it hasn't worked out for him as of yet.
5: Yeah, if nothing if nothing changes at Liga next level they need to uh do it on a governmental basis. They need to require that every child in Mexico be forced to play soccer until the age of eighteen.
6: That's yeah. question. You guys in the southern part of the country, you got a bunch of baseball players. You you can have a revolution right there, man. A revolt.
2: Dude, I I remember. Well, you know they do we...
0: have they do have uh, interprepas, which. Uh,
2: oh yeah.
0: I think it's starting to catch on in different in, in different parts in, in different states. Not know if every state does it, but I mean that's and it's uh, it's public school competition, you know, statewide. They should do private school too. I think that be that would be. A very a uh, very heated game, a public school against a private school. That that'd be some stuff you'd want to tune into. versus uh, uh,
5: Good.
0: Exactly, it'd be great. But anyway, so I mean, I mean, obviously there's potential there, and, and 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 yes, you know, this is stuff that we've we've talked about ad nauseum for you know not just on this show, but you know since we've known each other. On message boards is just you know we we just we're, 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 it, we 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 spin around like broken records I and mean, we, we say the same thing every year after every big loss or you know and then I always crack up about Mexican fans and I'll never forget when Mexico beat Paraguay six nothing in Copa America. I mean big soccer just cracked me up because they were just everybody was just oh my God we're gonna smoke Argentina blah 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 they the it's the greatest Mexico team I've ever seen I mean seriously you just you just go go down the list of how. Everybody was, and then Mexico loses Argentina three zero. This team is terrible. I cannot believe that they you know, just went <laughs> on. It was so. I mean, it's just a, that, that's, that that's just how the Mexican fan is. Is it it's, you know, it's a, it's very volatile. It's it's a, the, the the mood swings are insane. It's like it's like one of Joan's girlfriends, just oh, all over the map, nice. all over the map.
6: Oh, airing the laundry now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know. Speaking of Jolie, uh, hey Jolie, remember that thread you made about those Wonder Kids, uh, Mexican Wonder Kids? That that must have been like 15 years ago.
2: Yeah.
6: Um, One of them mm -hmm. actually. He he played in the MLS. Uh, Remember Brian Leva?
2: Yeah, with Dallas, right?
6: Yeah, he played with Dallas, and you know, I don't know. uh, So, did you actually tune in to watch him play when he debuted? Uh, You're probably.
2: Dude, I forgot he was twelve when, when he made when they were
0: like whatever happened to uh, Omambeek's kid?
2: Oh, that's right. That's right. He was didn't he.
6: He returned to France, didn't he?
0: Did he? Uh, yeah, uh, I think so. I'm not sure.
6: That, that Potro, that the people were complaining that Potro didn't even go check him out or scout him.
0: Well, I mean, Pot- Potro had to, someone had to put a gun to his head to put Cesar Montes on the team.
6: <laughs> or the Argentine.
0: I'm serious, man. He, he, was, he wasn't even considering him. I mean, I mean uh, back in April or May, somebody asked him at a press conference, hey, what about Cesar Montes? Or maybe – I think it was on Twitter. No, it wasn't Twitter. And he Twitter. just went off I mean, on the guy. He just He's like, why do I have to have this guy on? You know, He just went on and on. It's like, dude – you know he's you know he's one of the top defenders I in the league he's get get right now. Why on
5: earth would you want to put him on the Let's team? Talk about this, but really quick, who do you who do you guys think performed recently or fairly well in these three games that we just saw at the Olympic uh, level? Uh,
0: we did talk about that, and uh, I think that all of us were in agreement that uh, the two defend the two uh, uh, sagueros uh, Montes and 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 Salcedo did really well. I think Ponchito had a really good tournament. Gutierrez, Eric, and uh, you know, obviously you say Gutierrez because he scored the four goals against Fiji. But uh, I agree. and, and then probably those, in my opinion, those four guys are probably the ones that 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 acquitted themselves uh, better than most.
5: Yeah, I would say that. Um, I agree with that. I think that. Uh, I have a lot of high hopes for Focetto because of his uh, size for a second uh, defender. That's pretty rare. And I don't know if you guys agree with this, but when I watch him defend, there's a little dirtiness to him, and I kind of like that. It kind of kind of reminds me about what you guys were talking about the other day about the black art of soccer. I think that's needed on defense. So I think he has a little bit of, it, of him in that. And also Montes, I think he has potential as well. But uh, thank you for taking my call. I needed to vent. My gringo uh, coworkers wouldn't wouldn't understand. <laughs> so uh, thanks for yeah, man, thanks. taking my call. Have a great evening, guys.
0: You yeah, too. No, thank you for calling. It was a pleasure, and you brought a lot of good insight. That uh, you know, you were better than some of our panelists. So maybe maybe we'll have to add you permanently to the show, and and, and kick some other people out. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to draw straws. Hey. No, we really appreciate it, Tomas. Thank you.
6: Hey, take care, Tomas. Tell tell your gringo coworkers que se coman un pepino.
0: I <laughs> alright bye I'm watching uh, the LA Galaxy they're up 1-0 on uh, FC Dallas in the in the US Open Cup semifinal that uh, has drawn hundreds of fans to the stuff up center and Giovanni has a chance and he missed it oh what are you
4: going to do hey one, anyway. one comment on the uh, on Osorio yeah. I guess he's been in uh Brazil for this uh thing. Um and I other than a lot of his comments lately made a comment on Mexic and he stated that uh, the Mexican has hey, allergy of uh, of playing down to the competition or the competition. Sounding like he keep himself from the players the comments the talks. This was, a, this was this was this is the time that I took that tone from him. But uh, it's I'm starting to think.
6: Maybe. Hey, Beto, hold on. hold on. Hey, Jolie, turn off your mic, dude, because it's or we're getting
0: a feedback. Echo. Or somebody's
2: there. there. Is that better?
0: Yeah.
4: Or somebody's as you were saying on or something. But yeah, that's I mean, echo. audio might uh, audio might end up. Um, being gone and he's getting prepared for it or something I don't know, his comments seem a little bit like he's separating himself
2: Wait, what was his comment? I missed it I had uh, stepped up
4: He made a comment um, specifically saying uh, the Mexican player has the mentality to, just something we already know has the mentality to play down to their competition or to play up um, Oh yeah, yeah He's sort of like you know separating and saying the Mexican player or the Mexican player this and the Mexican player that sort of uh, you know, How is that?
2: this distancing, talk cuz in the same way. and
4: like it, are being more uh, like as a group or united type of talk and just the way. You said he's making
0: excuses. Yeah, he's. he's, he's well, to, to me, the most, the most, the, the most damning thing he said since he's been a coach was he had the interview last week with Univision and asked, "Well, what did you learn?" He goes, "Well, what I learned was when it's three nothing, I need to change my tactics."
2: <laughs> that,
4: that that was the first thing, and, and some other stuff is just sort
0: of not. I mean, good <laughs> lord!
4: Because at, no, at first, with Pern, especially, we would think, oh, Osorio is like a guru. He's, you know, he's got these two pens and he's got this notebook and Yeah, really,
0: well, I've noticed him. that Pern hasn't he's, been on the uh, Osorio. Uh, he's he's been mum.
2: You know, but, I I will defend them. I will defend them, and uh, we brought this up not too long ago, and that's uh, the the former assistant coach. He used to set up the orange cones. Shouldn't be the general manager.
0: <laughs> he shouldn't be. Which is I, funny because cause he used to set up the cones at himself at Manchester at, at Manchester City. Yeah, but so they we didn't. Have two cones
2: <laughs> yeah, but see, man, you know, Man City didn't make him the the GM and and put him in charge of finding the new Man City coach. Uh, so that. That's where you know FMF gets it wrong. I mean, hey, they, they get awesome. rid but of. The,
0: but the thing, hey, Joel, is is that you know Banios might have the, the that title. All he does John is is is, is pick guys up at the airport
6: hey, and make
0: travel arrangements.
6: <laughs> hey guys, check this out. Uh, the the Manchester City GM, he used to be uh, uh one of the concerters at uh at a uh, Manchester at num at, at Barcelona for uh. For Tiki right Yeah, Tiki. Yeah. That was he. That was his assistant. That was Raitkar's assistant.
2: Yeah, but he was there for years, man. A lot of those guys, they're there for years, and then they they do more stuff. This guy was just—he had just been following Piojo around since his Atlanta days as as his assistant.
6: Yeah, but so when, when the assistant doesn't rule him out. I mean, look at Mourinho. He was a freaking translator, you know. But I'm not. I'm not defending Banyos. I don't know if if his influence is uh, extremely positive or extremely negative or or lukewarm. No,
2: I've heard insider info. It's it's. Yeah, he's pretty much non-existent, dude. Ah. But but that that's my that's my that's where my defense of Osorio comes in, and that's that. You know, even if you don't like his 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 you know his decisions, he still needed. Uh, GM that was gonna back him up or do everything necessary to to help him out and and we yeah, saw him put him in we position, saw,
0: put him in position to succeed.
2: Yeah, we saw him choking it up. Dude. He was trying to bring in Pulido because they probably had already told him, "Hey, these guys don't call them," and and he was trying to get Pulido in, and it was just even, even more mess, but even a bigger mess.
6: Well, I think uh, that explains why somebody like Bielsa won't step in and
4: you know,
6: coaches the team, and you'll never see them.
0: Yeah, I
2: don't, I don't yeah. Like, yeah he,
5: crazy, but, but, you know, uh, <laughs> Juan,
0: I don't think it's just Bielsa. I think that that's that's, that's a trend that we're starting to see uh, all, all, all over the, the, the soccer world. I mean, Spain and England, two very high-profile positions came up after the Otacopa, and they got filled with marginal coaches at best. Um, you know, you know not, not 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 any like superstar coaches you mean from 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 either from either league.
6: Wait, which which uh, which which hirings are used? The national team gigs? Yeah. Or the club?
0: Yeah, the, the national teams. England,
2: say, was tarde, um,
0: well, yeah, Sam Allardyce it, to England, yeah. and and the guy for Spain was Lopez Tegui I think he was the coach at like Porto Lope- like the coach hey. got fired at Porto, right? Lope. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and Argentina ended up with Paton Balsa. Well, I, <laughs> nothing
6: well, against him uh, Yes yeah, Spain. Maybe they could have gone for Unai Emery, but he got he got locked up by PSG. Uh, and then uh, I think Sanpaoli, he actually did want to take the uh, the Argentina job, but he already signed with uh, with Sevilla because he tried to make it, you know. Um, yeah, the only I,
2: just, I think I think he just said that so he wouldn't look bad. No, he played I the crowd, that. dude. He, he played to the mob.
0: Ah, uh, I don't That's know. That's right, he, uh...
6: Because, you know, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Simeone, Cholo Simeone, he turned it down completely. Like, he didn't even say, yeah, I'll think about it. He was like, fuck guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, I mean, they're not above, uh, telling them to go to hell.
0: Well, FC Dallas just scored two goals in the second half of extra time to beat Galaxy in the semifinal.
6: Dude, what magic connection do you have? I'm here trying to to tune into these things and everything all, you know... I, I, I'm trying to speak hey, I, hey,
0: man, I work for Time Warner Cable now, so I have uh, you know, I, I get the, the premium version now.
6: You you, you signed a deal with the devil, I see.
0: <laughs> I like <laughs> FC Dallas, man. I like their coach a lot. I I would... I, if I were a Liga MX team, I would do whatever it took to get Oscar Pareja to come and coach in Liga MX because if they don't...
2: There's is only he one Colombian?
0: move for him to make. Is he, yeah. is he yep. But he he has their youth system. I mean they're they they do not have any designated players of note. They're, they're half the team has been brought up from their youth system, or more than half the team. It's uh it's impressive. It is very impressive, man. If if I were US if I were US soccer I would think long and hard about bringing him on as a national team coach.
6: Now, what kind of players does FC Dallas sign? Are they uh, Hispanic, multicultural?
2: Wait, gentlemen, yeah. I have to get going. But uh,
0: well, I think we should all probably get going. We've had a it's uh, it's been a long run. We've been on for for a couple hours, so we should probably wrap it up.
2: <laughs>
0: but uh, yeah but uh, thank you guys for listening we had a couple of calls we really appreciate everybody uh, participating <laughs> this has been the, uh, the Dos a Cero uh, football podcast we appreciate you uh, listening to us tonight
5: it's, uh, don't be
0: sad now that there's going to be other games it's going to be okay but uh, thank you guys for joining us again catch us live on YouTube every Wednesday night and of course you can listen to our show on iTunes as well thank you very much for listening